0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Today's guest is uh, is a man who first had me on a podcast as a human. And he is one half of a member of Fighter and the Kids. He is an actor, an entertainer, and, and a knowledgeable man. Uh, today's guest is comedian Brian Callens. That parking
1: break and let myself on while shine that light.
0: I wouldn't do it like on an... I wouldn't fuck Tim Welch up regularly. It would be... It have to be a special occasion.
2: Yeah. Tim will grab you, though.
0: Let, let him grab, man.
2: He's got a bag of tricks on him.
0: That's why I've been getting lean, bro. Is that right? Yeah. So you- Less to grab, bro. You want to get me, you better get me by an organ.
2: <laughs> because they can't... Because their hands just fall off. It's like trying to grab a dolphin or something.
0: Oh, it's, yeah. It's like trying you know to grab... I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, like trying to grab... It's uh, like,
2: like, like it's trying to grab the, the top of a cave, like an old cave, or a piece of marble that's yes. been tread upon for many, many years.
0: When you go to a... It's like trying to grab diarrhea if somebody's on an all-oil diet.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's Impossible. true. Sometimes when you go in the... Um, if you're in, like, Rome or you're... you it, There's a well... Where people have been getting their water and mm-hmm. the marble is actually worn away from where people have been leaning. No. So way. Yes. So that's when you know. Or steps. You can walk in
0: um, Oh yeah, there's some steps,
2: dude, throw, in the old country. And you and you and it's there's an inde the marble has been worn away from where people have walked. My friend lives in a villa like that. Wow. In in uh Is he in, rich? In Rovereto or Trentino in the north of Italy.
0: Jesus. He used to be rich. I'll spray my neck even saying that.
2: I know, the way they said,
0: Rovereto Trentino. Oh. Dude, by the time they're done saying it, I'm freaking nude, huh? (laughs) Um, Are we rolling? Yeah, man. Nice. And I'm not saying that I would take Tim Welch. I want to...
2: Well, that's what you said, though. You said, I'll take Tim Welch. (laughs) I think that's exactly (laughs) what you said. So I'd like to... Tim Welch, that's Sugar Sean O'Malley's coach... Yeah. Now I I I I rolled with him. When I say rolled with him, we did a little flow grappling, a little light flow grappling. Okay, on the ground or on the feet? only? just on the feet and the ground. Feet on the ground. We go feet and ground. We go Mm -hmm. feet and ground. And then sometimes I go in the air if I'm doing kung fu. And uh, uh, he's a gorilla. Now he's a gorilla. That's a different kind of strength. That's a man who hasn't stopped training and fighting forever. Well, he likes
0: to sit. I know he has that. Like a lot of gorilla, you'll see the the. The orangutans, they will play in the trees. They'll be milling around. Orangutan. Yeah, orangutan. He's
2: Person of the forest
0: trading a dookie with another one. But you'll see, the gorilla's always sitting there, and he just gets into some big beefy.
2: He's like a man orangutan, isn't he? He he really is. Yeah, because he's a ginger.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's one of the rare ranga gingers.
2: He's a ranga ginger.
0: Or uh, what do they call him in Australia? They call him uh, gingers.
2: Gangers? I don't think they're all ginger.
0: Instead of ginger, if you pronounce it ganger. Oh, really? Genghis? Yeah, these gangers.
2: Yeah, he's he's a different kind of ginger though. There's a brown.
0: I'm not saying I will take him. I meant I will take him somewhere if he needs a ride. That's what I meant. I meant I will Uber. All right. For Tim, watch. Look at him though.
2: Wow. No, Tim. 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 And so will Sean. Sean. Sean O'Malley. It's so funny because he fights at 135, and. And I'm 170, and obviously, obviously, he'd knock me out right now. It'd you think? Like, yeah, I'd be like, all right, let's go up, up, and then, you know, and if God forbid you try to roll with him, because he'd do something like get you in an, in an ankle lock or whatever. Oh. How do you want to lose? You oh. want to fight Sugar If <laughs> <on the> <laughs> yeah, You and I true. have to fight Sugar <laughs> How do you want to lose? The question is, Theo Bryan, how do you want to lose? How do you want to lose? Do you want to Do you want an ankle lock? Do you want to get knocked out? Just, just, just tell. I think you got to get him
0: in that hard scarf, baby. That's the only way to go. Well, yeah, you I got, know. I but to... I know. Look, I there's rumors out there about Sugar Sean's that he he can kick you and play uh, Beethoven on your <laughs> ribs with his toes at the same time. Yes, he can. Like there's just the level of speed that he has. Is, well, he's got
2: uh, he's got an ass on him. See if you can bring up Sugar Sean O'Malley's ass. He's got a tailpiece. Does he? Yeah, he's a thin guy. Whereas he likes to wear tight pants as well. Mm. He should, and he's got an. Ass. My girlfriend was like, "He's got an ass on him." Really? Yeah. She was.
0: How can you even have him. an ass at one thirty-five? You got to really get to one forty to even have that. Well, ass. he
2: walks around probably at one fifty-five, one sixty. That's a good point. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I I hope his uh he has tarsal. He had a tarsal issue, I think. So hopefully his tarsals are, tight oh, tightening up. I hate up. having a
2: tarsal issue.
0: I don't really. Do we have to look at the ass of this man no, right now? No, I mean, we don't. I, I believe you, but I, I. You know what? I. I. I I feel like I notice if somebody has an ass and I don't. And there he is fighting Josh Brolin
2: right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. And Josh beat him up.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. I can see that. I had but Josh is zombie. from a different era. Yeah. He's from like the Mesoloic, dog. No. He's well, from old school.
2: I had a bunch of stuntmen talking about. They worked on Old Boy, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. That, that remake of that Korean movie. Oh, the Japanese movie. Yeah, Korean movie well and, uh, <laughs> come on man. we know what you're saying yeah you you know what i'm talking about yeah and uh they all the stuntmen said that guy is very strong who brolin yeah he was he was he's a bull like he was able to do a lot of his own stunts they were they were actually shocked at how strong he was
0: oh i shook his hand before and it's like you know when you get up to like a, a door and it's locked yeah it's the same type of thing yeah like oh you can't yeah. really do much
2: I've sh- I, I shook uh, a guy named Rich Incognito's hand. He he plays. Yeah, yeah. I think defensive tackle or offensive tackle. For yeah, he game.
0: called out that gay. The other gentleman who he got an argument with the, gay, the Larry Tunsil or whatever. I think that was gay.
2: Yeah, he got in trouble for bullying. I think, but he's always been a tough. Which
0: guy. you should do. I feel like if your job is being this guy.
2: Yeah. Now he's so big though. Like, is I, that I, Kyle I,
0: Turley's son, dude?
2: <laughs> it might. <my laughs> Wait, go to that that picture right there where he's got that Bills hat on. Right there. Look at how th- look at how just thick he is.
0: Oh yeah. Look at how thick
2: he is. Thick, he's thick. a he's a blonde silverback. I couldn't put my he he I couldn't put my hand. So when I shook his hand, mm-hmm. my hand didn't reach all the way around his palm. So oh. his palm is two of mine. It was so weird. And then so he he, did
0: it go both hands on his hand like I that. I had
2: to go yeah I had to go I had to go like this. Use one hand as
0: your knuckles and one hand as your hand.
2: I said how much did you squat? How much did you squat? He goes well. I mean, I used to, when I was going crazy, you know. Probably, I don't know, eight oh five. Oh he had to add the five pounds to the eight.
0: Yeah, he got. A, I think he yelled at Tiger Woods' son or whatever.
2: <laughs> Jonathan Martin.
0: Jonathan Martin. There it is. Um, if you but, could be a pro
2: athlete at one sport, what would it be? Mm, Cause you played what basketball, football.
0: Played basketball. You want to bring up the picnic?
2: We got a pick here.
0: Well, when we we call him pick. that's a, his nickname is Picnic. Pick pick. <laughs> when we when we need a JPEG, oh, I got you. you. You know, Nick was a premature baby. Do you know that
2: he's a tall kid? So I'm surprised. He <laughs> got a lot of you, you probably well, back, drank a lot back. of milk as a boy. I
3: did. I do love
2: milk. And back, you, back, you, back, Nick. You come from? I'm uh, gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna guess you come from Scandinavian stock. I actually don't know my family history that well.
0: He was adopted by his grandmother,
2: dude. Mm. I think so. I'm like German Irish. Look at look at the Ovan.
0: There I am, right there, dog.
2: Wow. Wow, now you're the only white kid on that team?
0: Well, the other kid behind me was white and black.
2: Okay, so you were you were the minority in that group. Yeah. You keep in touch with any of those guys? Eh.
0: Mm. A lot of these guys didn't have phones in. Do they have phones now? Some Maybe. of them. Maybe. One guy was 35 years old, the guy on the top right.
1: <laughs> he looks like it. Yeah.
0: Dude, he would drop his son off at school in the morning and then pretend that he wasn't going to school and then come into school. It was crazy.
2: Yeah, he looks. He looks like he's got a mortgage, all kinds of issues. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, definitely, man. Damn, basketball. So, Funny how skinny we were as kids. Oh, crazy, huh?
2: And then when you're skinny, your uh, adults go, "You're gonna fill out." Yeah. I never filled out.
0: Really? No. What's one of? What is one of? How do you age gracefully? I know that you've been aging or getting into aging. Yeah, yeah, I've been getting into. And how do you age gracefully? Do you feel like um. stay
2: productive? Sleep
0: well. Physical. Let's start with physically.
2: You sleep is the most important. Most people are underslept. Really? But that requires. But then, if you're going to talk about I'll fucking sleep, sleep
0: Tim Welts, dude.
2: <laughs> Damn, dude. Sorry, dog. Dude, you got. I don't know. Look, dude, I, you're th- coming hard on. You're coming hard on Tim Welts right none, now. None of this is going to end well, uh, dude. He's. I, know he's I can feel how mad he is right now. I My know phone's that phone's blowing up. Mm. Tim already hears this. <laughs> I know that none of this is I let well. Tim, calm down. Yeah. I'll talk sense into him. Damn, i know that none
0: of this is gonna end well or age well damn when there's a video years from now of tim buggin just sending me to sayonara just, town yeah,
2: yeah it was just working your body so he doesn't oh, knock yeah, you out at first yeah. just hitting you in the liver
0: hey, hey hey he'll dress up like a lumberjack and just literally <laughs> chop me down just chop with his down. axe feet you look like a piece of wood to me <laughs> chat chat um <laughs> Meet my Paul Bunyans. He'll dress up like a woodpecker for yeah. Halloween and just show up at a party I'm at and just take it to my neck.
2: You'll just take <laughs> his feet and go, I got bunions on my feet. Time for you to meet my Paul Bunyans yeah. And start just kicking you about the legs until oh, you dude. get blood clots. And got to rush you to the hospital. Babe the blue blood clot. Oh, They can kick you. When they kick you down oh. here or behind the knee, that Muay Thai shit, you can keep it. They just have different bones.
0: We got Corey Sanhagen coming in today.
2: Corey sanhagen is cory sanhagen and i i his his coach christian allen i watched that kid train before anybody knew who he was i was at high altitude really and that dude is and how do you easy. get
0: up to high altitude you don't have to have ladders to get into the building or something
2: no what is no it? no it's just in denver you just go to denver oh wow yeah it's cody uh donovan's uh school and and christian allen who's a genius a genius he's a ninja christian allen's a ninja wow. and christian allen is that was his protege really? i took a couple striking classes from christian allen which i have no business doing there's no i'm there's no, absolutely no reason but i would go back to my boxing gym mm-hmm. and use just some of the shit he taught me and it would fucking they'd be like what is that it's just he's just like he's he's this creative savant mm-hmm. and Corey sanhagen is a product of that And Corey Corey Sanhagen has been training since he was 16 years old. I don't see anyone in the 35-pound division. I mean, i all do respect to everybody there because that's a stacked division. But anybody who fights Sanhagen, if I had to put my money on the future champion, i got to be honest, it's Sanhagen.
0: Well, he looks – the thing when you're watching him also, he looks like he has another 200 fights in him.
2: Well, he does. Like he just, he Does. I think
0: at that weight too, those guys just don't wear down as, as quickly. He
2: doesn't take a lot of punishment, number one. Yeah,
0: and he's just on the move so much.
2: And he's also 5'11", five, 5'10", 11, five, 11. So he's like my height. I'm 6'4", but he's, but I slouch. And when I slouch, mm-hmm. but he's tall and he gets down to 35. And so he's doing shit. It's this new shit. You know, I was talking to uh, Malik who grew up boxing. on a high Larry level. Malik? No, Malik B.
0: Oh. And, oh, yeah. Sorry. And Larry Malik. He keeps changing his name, dude. It's Malik. Malik. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. Sometimes you meet a black guy who doesn't know how to pronounce his name. Malik. Like, yeah, Malik. Dude. Could be Malik. Like, Malik. Malik. Malik.
2: <laughs> I call him Malik. I don't know. I like I like the soft A.
0: I like, look, and look, honestly, seasonally, I will change up <laughs> how I do the vowels in his name. I will also call him Malak. Malak is good. You know? Malak. If it's an Egyptian holiday, <laughs> I'll fucking go full Malak on him.
2: Malik, you know what Malik means in Arabic? Uh, uh-uh. king. No way. Yeah,
0: he is kind of a king, man. Yeah. Um,
2: but he was telling me how boxing has changed. When he now he tries to spar with these younger dudes, they're doing shit he hasn't seen. Wow. They're doing weird because everything evolves. People come up with. If you're in a gym and everybody's doing the same thing, you start getting used to each other's patterns. Then somebody comes along with somebody innovates something different. Yeah. Somebody goes, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in with a a lead uppercut, like, you know, and then a hook, and you're like, well, I, "But that's not supposed to be. That's not what happens." But he's a he's an unbelievable boxer,
0: man. Malik Bazo.
2: Oh, dude, you try try boxing with that guy.
0: I'm not fighting that guy. He'll sleep you. I'm not gonna fight him. <laughs>
2: no. But wait, we were talking about. And uh, yeah, we were talking about. Oh, sleep a great. So Asian the great fighter strength.
0: has more. The fighter and the kids has more fighters on it now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> interesting because the only kids on there is Chappelle and Brendan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's you and Mala, my, Mal, Michael, my, Michael, uh, Mal. <laughs> yeah, Michael,
2: What's What's, what season is it? <laughs> you know, no, but yeah. you asked me how I age gracefully.
0: Yeah. Let's get back into that, man. So first I want to know physically, how do you age gracefully?
2: First of all, I think you have to s- sleep is everything. Okay. So, but the problem with that is that people go, well, I don't sleep well, well, are you eating a lot before you go to bed? What kind of food are you eating? Are you on any kind of like stimulants?
0: Now, what if you have a couple of Godiva chocolates?
2: It depends. But as you get older, you're going to have more and more of a problem. Mm. As you get older, you you could. when I was younger, I could drink a bottle of wine, red wine. No problem. Really? I had energy. I had energy.
0: Wow. What was it in? Was it in like one of those? Can you bring up a cask of red wine, please? <laughs> I just want to know I drank what... it
2: from a cask did you actually actually you drink it from a from a from a leather bladder from <laughs> that's a, from a flask was, yeah. from an old school flask. i've
0: heard stories of uh yeah if, can we get an image of a cask of red wine yeah that's mm. a cask
2: i think it's mm. a wine cask see that you know There's what i was looking barrels. for more i was oh. looking
0: more for the an old timey old
2: a, a cask is what you you transport it in maybe or just you store it in or you you age it in but but uh a flask, you use a, a, leather, a leather flask, you know. I'm
0: thinking if have more of like that bladder, that more like.
2: That, that would probably change the taste of the wine, you see. You understand. So you need, what you need is you need a glass bottle. You age it under, preferably fifty-five degrees. But what degrees.
0: bitch wants to pull out a glass bottle with his buddies? You guys are all on a mountainside That's relaxing. The yeah, the women are. Wa- you know, if they want to do it, are doing washing down by the creek
2: or collecting berries. Or, yes, if it's a traditional, or if it's a traditional hike, they're gathering and you guys are hunting. Right. I mean, I, right. I mean, everybody's maybe,
0: playing there. Everybody's doing helping out. And
2: there's a room for the other person. There are other genders that might be represented there who yeah. might do both. Right right or who might choose
0: right to do yes yeah. maybe yeah. one day the biggest hunter's like oh i'm gonna go hunt berries you know that's People right like, whoa, 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 that's right calm yeah. down a lot yeah <laughs> we need you back up here dog um yeah but you s- so okay so sleep, sleep
2: water and then um i think i actually believe in now do you do water not-
0: before you go to sleep
2: sometimes but i think more importantly is in the morning and then what i think is important is not eating too much never overloading your system never so if you i do think uh intermittent fasting is a really good idea wow and I think eating simply and not overloading your body. You can feel it.
0: Dude, I've done I haven't done intermittent fasting, but I've had mittens on before and it's so hard to fucking eat with mittens on.
2: <laughs> and that's the same goddamn thing. Yeah. How are you supposed to butter your toast with mittens? Oh, you know dude, what it's I'm totally impossible. It's impossible. And then you're spitting out whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah. Damn it. And it's like at least they're wool though. And why do you wear wool when you why do you wear wool when you're hunting?
0: Because you are trying to attract animals. No. Nope. Because you need Why
2: would you wear wool instead of cotton?
0: I would wear wool instead of cotton because wool is warmer.
2: Well, it is, especially when.
0: When it is nighttime. When it gets wet. When it gets wet. Yeah. So wool gets wet better.
2: Yeah. If you cotton kills, you, you, if you get wet in cotton, you're gonna die. Oh. If you get wet in wool, wool will actually keep you warm. It's it acts like almost like an insulating like a like a, it's almost like a uh, wetsuit. So you'll stay alive longer in wool. You don't want to be wet, period, but wool, wool. So that's why your first two layers when you go hunting or in the wilderness is always wool. You don't. You can use polyester, maybe, but you want wool.
0: I don't want to do... I want to do... If I'm going outside, I like to have on wool socks. I, actually, if I'm on a long-distance flight, I'll even wear wool socks.
2: Yeah. That's where I'm at age-wise. I got all kinds of things about I'm terrified of the cold. I'm afraid really? of the cold. cold makes me a coward. So I always have warm shit in my car including fire ma- making material
0: oh yeah you know what i'm saying so does that so i guess i do but not really i mean if i can you know you live in venice so it's kind of like in
2: case venice goes There's to enough the, homeless but, who's making fires i know there but in case days. it goes to the wolves maybe the vegetation oh, for sure ve- there's a virus and vegetation gets crazy and now we're in this tropical jungle because of global warming and now i gotta make a fire
0: here's a question right here man from peter peter Leon, son <laughs> hey peter take your hood off <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, damn kid what's up
3: brian what's up theo coming here from los angeles uh ran into brian about two years ago in venice it was too much of a bitch to say what's up my biggest regret in life pretty much but uh speaking of Venice, i didn't see you i would to say yeah uh, hi. brian you can talk about no he said he was a bitch for not saying hi to you oh okay yeah.
0: but i respect Go- the fact you thought he called that you were the
3: bitch.
2: No, i always say hi i'm always super nice <laughs>
3: gym vibes uh, a lot of homosexuality there um
0: hey man brother
3: a lot of people touching people in odd places yeah. uh you have any experience with that Maybe some tips on how to uh, navigate the waters and just get your workout in. Yeah. true alpha like Brian would know. Uh, thanks. And he he was talking about specifically the Venice Golds.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm very, very appreciative of that question because I was working out in the Golds in Hollywood when oh. I was a young man. And I was cute. When I was a young man, I knew I was getting older because gay men stopped looking at me. Oh, you yeah. understand? Now, when I was younger,
0: they just give you money at that point.
2: Yeah, when I was younger, I was skinny and I, but I had a, a pretty face. I had a pretty, I had a delicate mm. nose and mm. I, uh, my my jaw was well defined. And I oh had, damn, you know write this mean? down, man. And my, I had heavy eyelids. I had not not heavy eyelids, but I, you could see the. I just oh yeah, you could see the meat. Even on though your I eye. just had my lids, it doesn't work, you know. So I had I I, lo- I was cute, and uh, <clears throat> I was doing. I was doing these i never liked lifting weights i just like whatever but i'm there and i'm doing i'm doing everything those are
0: unique too those are those kind of like i'm a kangaroo look at me you know those are those weird
2: triceps i never could do i hated working out where i was just doing curls i was like i i can't do it i want to do something with like where i'm i feel like i'm i'm becoming more athletic not 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 looking like a bodybuilder right right? so i'm doing this stupid bodybuilding thing and a guy gets behind me He gets behind me and goes, doing it wrong. A white guy? Yep. He goes, you're doing it wrong. What's up? And he goes, get your butt in there. And he kicks my knee (laughs) and and he grabs my elbows. And I'm like... I don't know what the fuck is going on here, man. Oh, so you we just went with it. We dated for like three years. Oh, and, I know. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm straight. And I ran out. I was like, I can't do this anymore. But it, you get confused. You know oh, what, yeah. what I mean? No, so I know, what I'm I know, saying, yeah. the answer to that question is, you're gonna, sometimes you can get like, what the fuck? And you're living with each other. You have two small dogs. You have a vegetable garden. And yeah. you're like, I'm not gay. But it, yeah. it can take a while. It can take a while. Oh. It's comfortable. They can. They, it can get comfortable when you're shocked up with a They man.
0: lull you in with the wind chime. You go to their house and there's wind chimes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Some of the wind chimes, it's other young men screaming for help when the wind hits the pipe.
2: <laughs> I've been attracted to, um, there's a guy yesterday. out of here.
0: That's crazy, bro. I'm like, where do you get that wind chime, dude? And why does each chime have a person's name written do on it? Do you have
2: somebody somewhere in this yeah, house? Is there somebody under the floorboards? Yeah. Um,
0: that's Edgar Allan Poe, man. Yeah,
2: it is Edgar Allan Poe. Telltale heart, dog. damn right, bro. Hey, he orders Thank in the floorboards, dog.
0: Um, okay, no, I, so sleep and water helps, yeah. but you, but yeah, to get back that's to this sure. man's question, sorry. A lot of men, and look, one thing that's not discussed a lot of times in America is the aggression of. It's always looked at that men, uh straight men, are the predators in America. There is also predatorial behavior by gay men. Mm-hmm. And it is unchecked. There's nobody monitoring it. Yeah. There's nobody. Uh, well, it's kind you... on
2: guy crime. So guys are.
0: Right. But you see how I, I, I think you can quickly see how women are disgruntled by the behavior of men. Sometimes by men flirting with them because it happens so aggressively with men, you know?
2: Yeah. That's very true.
0: It's just it's tough to like, and there's no and you. And if, you go
2: to, if you go to the supermarket, of Whole Foods, and you're a good looking woman, you know you're going to be dealing with energy. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like it's almost like being a celebrity where you know all those people want to talk to you, and right. they're going to. Something's going to happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's yes. going to be you're going to have to. You're, first of all, you're aware of how you look because you have to be because they're staring at you. You know they're going to look for an excuse to talk to you. They know, you know they're going to try to stop you it's all that exhausting. it's like being
0: on a d- decent podcast
2: it's like being on a decent podcast it really is I love your podcast bro and then they want to take yeah. yeah god bless but you know it's hard, different for women for guys it's it like is. ah you know they like me but for right. women it's
0: but for women yeah there's more of it's a exhausting i bet it's exhausting but then you
2: also get dangerous like guys who follow you and shit there's yeah. always that danger i think for women where men don't have to deal with that men men can always it's just different
0: right if a dude follows you back to your place you can be like hey dude what are you doing in my place yeah whereas women it's more like yeah it's got to be it's probably a lot scarier yeah but it's getting yeah, it's
2: like if a guy could follows you back to your place you know as a guy you can be like well make sure you close the door whatever it is yeah you know? yeah can I get you a drink
0: yeah um can I get you a uh
2: but wait so so aging death. gracefully.
0: Um, is that what we were talking about? Oh, no, you were trying to answer his question. I was trying to answer this guy's question because I feel like this doesn't get talked about enough. That there is mans that will do anything to be gay with you. And a attractive – here's what I realized the other day. The hottest guy that a gay male can get is a straight male.
2: I've heard that from other gay no, men. No, the
0: hottest girl. That's their hottest girl. Like, our hottest girl is like a hot girl. It's like, I got to get a hot girl. The hottest girl for a for a gay man is a straight guy. Mm. That's their hottest girl.
2: Mm. Turning a straight guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, people are like, yeah, it's like, t- first of all, the term turning a guy straight sounds, it, uh, there's a physical <laughs> fucking element to it. It sounds like a fucking
2: crime. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, It's still a guy. I've seen women. Like, there was a guy yesterday I saw who was a host of a... He was, like, seating people. Mm-hmm. And he was tall. He was dressed so well. Mm. And he was so effeminate. Mm. He smelled so good. Mm. And he had short, blonde hair. And he was just, like... He was perfect. And he had really delicate features. He was mm. beautiful. He God. looked like a beautiful... He was so androgynous.
0: Like a little yeah, like a
2: And he was super nice. And he yeah. had a kind of a very non-threatening voice. And you and I was looking at him and I was like I'm definitely I'm drawn to this 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 might be a man but he's got so much feminine energy. Mm-hmm. That's that, that, Rome.
0: That's that Roman vibe. Yeah,
2: that you're like you're like, you know, it wasn't that I wanted to have sex with him, but wow. I appreciated how beautiful he was right. as a creature.
0: I'd feed him olive.
2: Yeah, I'd never... I didn't even know. I was like, I'm not going to call him a guy or a girl. This is where the gender fluid thing yeah. makes sense. And that's where we're headed, I feel like. Well, I have a theory on all of it. Like, right now, we're trying to deal with this non-duality, right? So, right. you know you know the idea behind... So, so a lot of this... this what gender stuff comes from Jacques Derrida who talked about so when you have a you have a dualistic mind most of us have a dualistic mind
0: I do probably well, so I don't know male I might. female <laughs> I do you know
2: male female <laughs> reason passion like, you know Oh yeah lo- I have all that logic superstition yes we break up we break the world up into two the male female yin mm-hmm. and yang hot and cold mm-hmm. and what Derrida said I think he was I think Derrida was fucking the biggest mental masturbator of all time but what he said was he said if you have a dualistic sense of mind, you automatically privilege one over the other. Mm. You automatically are going to privilege male over female, maybe hot over. There's a tendency to privilege so reason over passion. Be reasonable. Be logical. Don't be superstitious. When We have this. Um, uh, be be uh, the mind over over the over the heart. You know that, that's always the battle: the mm. mind or the spirit over the flesh. Mm-hmm. So we we think dualistically. And so the idea is when you do that, you're going to always favor one. It's, it's, we, are, we construct as human beings maps of meaning, and you're going to always favor one over the other. And when you do that, automatically, if, you, if that's your language structure, there's going to be built-in prejudice. There's going to be a built-in power structure. You understand? Mm. And so, so the idea behind a non-dualistic way of thinking the idea behind going beyond male and female for example in gender oh. is the idea that that's how you and beyond beyond going black and white you know the, the idea is racist non-racist how about anti-race the idea is that you will sort of not favor one over the other and maybe there's value in favoring the one that you usually don't favor over the other right you got to switch it up so you fuck with your brain right so that you fuck with the entire power structure right that that would be the idea behind that's what's coming on in the universities that's what's going on in the humanities that's what jordan peterson talks about that's why you have this huge fight with gender now right so so now 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 you have it's very interesting because the feminists are having a big problem with the transgender community because for a lot of feminists they're going wait you're saying you're you're a man, you're a biological man, but you're saying you identify as a woman. And so now you're, you're trying to be on equal footing with women, meaning, for example, you should be able to compete in women's sports, which mm-hmm. means women who are biological get their scholarships taken away because you might be physically just more advantaged. You're a mm. man. So it's very interesting to see how the feminist movement is grading up against the trans movement. Yeah. It's becoming this whole... It's becoming this whole creative. It's becoming the debate. fucking
0: WNBA, yeah. You me, bro, out of the game. yeah. But no, I feel but you all because it
2: comes from a philosophy, a French philosophy. It's, it comes from Foucault, it comes from Derrida. I mean, if you look at the fathers of these these kinds of thoughts, it's very interesting.
0: So so you're saying that like because we got stuck in this old idea of black or white, male or female, that now things it's starting to become the picture is becoming like muddier but we're still kind of chained to some of these old ways
2: we are because that's the way our brains work right, right? and i don't know if some of it's evolutionary or biological i would imagine a lot of it's evolutionary but, but right
0: a lot of it is evolutionary yeah, a lot but, of it is like us because yeah a lot of the things i hear and read these some days it's like this just this sounds cool it's a neat yeah. idea yeah. but it's not going to flow actually flow through the system that i am made well when of.
2: you get to the level of detail it's really hard to implement Right. But I have to say that, like, as somebody who felt very uneasy about all this woke shit, I will say this. Like, I do. I know that if you watch commercials now, it's always I like, watch a, like it's always a mixed couple. Right. So it's like a black man with a white woman, a white woman. Oh, with totally. a black Man. And so so th- 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 there's this there's this this forced sort of diversity inclusion thing. Mm-hmm. But what I like about that, in a way, is that it is kids are growing up with the idea that that's the normal right it used to be with my generation if a black and a white person got married it was already it was always like you like oh hmm. you call them zebras yeah yeah and now it's like what what the left wants to do and, and i understand it is is kind of try to erase all that from your mind you don't see color and don't even see gender because if you make it an issue the problem is when you try to do that you're actually making it an issue so that that's the trap that you have to get out of and right. i don't know how to get out of that but right. I, I do appreciate i will say that In a lot of ways, a lot of this woke shit is like, so if you're trans, if you're a child and you do have, have this gender thing going on, like you're a man, but you feel like a woman. I really do believe that's a biological thing. I do believe that there are some people that just are born that way. They're born oh, into a male sense. body. Yeah, they're born into a male body, sense. but they feel like a
0: woman. Mm-hmm. There's so many and, people. Dude, I used to do it when that Shania Twain song would come on, if I'm real honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I would be honest. I would close my door and do the damn... Well, we the, all have... Put on the floor. We
2: all, you know, there's it's all a spectrum. Some people are more feminine, more masculine. Right,
0: and we certainly get mm-hmm. caged into what is expected there's a lot of conditioning in the world for sure like this is the way i'm supposed to be and so yeah i think it's well tech it's a there's a lot it's a it's a lot to p- to piece apart
2: it is because but i think that what but what i think is technology and gene editing and and meshing with computers if you read the singularity is near you know Human beings are going to start being able to not only control their own biology, their own evolution, Mm -hmm. but they might be able to control even their own, I don't know if it's sex, but but the idea of transforming into what you actually want to be through gene editing as an adult is not far, it's not far-fetched. It just isn't. You will be able to eventually... Right now, the, the process of turning into a woman is crude. Right. It's hard. It's, it, it requires a great deal of, of surgery and things like that. Stirrups. I, all that stuff. I think eventually what's going to happen is when we have the technology. You think it'd be of genes in real time? Yes, to genetically, wow. you know, you will be able to genetically morph into the female, the biological f- version of yourself as a female. And that's not, that's not at all unscientific. Now, now we are already going to be, at, how would we talk about gender now? So a lot of this is almost like this. I always try to look at these big trends as, as evolutionarily. It's like, it's just, there's an evolution to it. There is.
0: Right. Well, sometimes it's, it's hard to like with, with media and like them pushing people certain ways, it's hard to sometimes know what is like, just where things are going and what is like, okay, lead, lead. People trying to lead you over there for, like, commercial value, you know? Well, Like, that's a hard thing to notice sometimes. But, yeah, I think as, like, I can't imagine if you could press a button or take a tonic or something, and over, like, a week period, you'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking, yeah, I'm doing drywall right now. But in a week, I'm going to be a fucking... At least an aide in Florida, yeah. you know, a female aide. And you would you know be. what I'm saying? And that's easy. You, you would be. And then you see your buddies down there who's doing drywall. He's down there because he got a different job. He got relocated. Well, and you guys just see each other in an elevator and yeah. you're like, holy shit. But that's shit, already man.
2: happened, but now it requires a great deal of surgery. Right. It's very rudimentary, yes. they call it. Yeah, it's it's physical and rudimentary and
0: I mean it's a real hacksaw Jim Duggan in there. I mean, you basically Yeah. Look, and then here you go right here. Now this this guy <laughs> This this is Gabrielle Lug-
3: Ludwig. It recently went viral. People try to say this is just happening. Uh, she's playing for Santa Clara com- uh, Community College, but it was actually from 2012. But she was a former Navy SEAL. Oh then. come on,
1: <laughs> yeah, really?
3: Yeah, yep. the, USA Today profiled her struggles of being on this
0: team. But the, again, back but, in but 2012, she's,
2: a fem- she's already a, f- a, a, a one percenter when it comes to men biologically. Right, she's physically.
0: six three or six four, eight, six eight.
2: And she was a SEAL. Six eight is too tall for a SEAL, I think.
0: Right, and so there's these other girls Card like...
2: naval naval tattoos. So,
0: yeah, she, first of all, she could... Ex-Navy soldier, not SEAL, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. And Professor, or s- Senator, not Senator, um, Admiral Ludwig could easily be some of these women's <laughs> fathers, okay? <laughs> well, how old is she? It's, it's uh, 50. At the, at the time, she was 50. 50. When she died... Dude, she fucking got her dime on and fucking balled out. What
2: is going on here? Like, I to me... Look, I've long
0: said white men should be allowed to play in the WNBA. I've long. As
2: have I, but that's not a white man. That's a white woman, Theo. Right now it is. But see, but
0: but here's what's, here. I think also a lot of our, like the structure we know so far, like all the rule books are male based and female based. Like there's a lot of people that don't want to like, you get stuck in the patterns and of what was, of what the way things have been, it's hard to be like okay now we're gonna just change it up you know well and change takes time too i'm not against it it's just like
2: yeah but wait a minute if you're a mother uh uh-huh and you've dedicated your whole life to getting your daughter to practice yep and to get a scholarship because you don't have the money you need the money Mm -hmm. and your daughter's really gifted at tennis or she's really gifted at wrestling or she's really gifted or singing
0: like selena
2: well no singing is not a good example i'm talking about a sport She's, okay.
0: she's, 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 so got a body sport, not a yeah, throat she's got sport. a scholarship
2: to basketball or track. Okay. And a man, a biological man says, I'm now a woman. I'm not going to get any, I'm not even going to get any estrogen. Mm-hmm. I'm just a woman. I identify as a woman
1: mm-hmm.
2: and goes and uh, decides to compete and takes that scholarship away from your daughter. You can understand how frustrating that would be oh it'd be
0: heartbreaking for
2: the mother and for the daughter yeah. and also why feminists now go wait 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 we've we, been fighting so hard to how get do we navigate this right how i don't know how to navigate it
3: the turfs yeah Trans- well, exclusionary radical feminists
2: well so so then if you bring that up though you're called a transphobe or you're tra- no, no 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 that's not fair either Mm-mm. we're just trying to f- solve a problem and bring up an a- an issue that is real so now what do we do about that like what what do you do about that shit I, I don't want somebody who feels different or feels like they're a woman or a, or vice versa but they were born another sex yeah i don't want them being excluded right but at the same time you know they can't be cheating
0: and just putting a Kamara on every freaking well you know chick at at 105
2: that's what's yeah that but that's kind of what's that's the dilemma
0: <clears throat> right and it makes sense because you're making a lot of rules where it's like okay whatever you identify as that's what you can play as so of course some people's going to bend the system you know what i'm saying yeah but that's
2: like, a political that's also an ideological and political stance so if you can just identify and whatever you say
0: but that's what it's getting to be well
2: so whatever. so so then that means that your whatever you you Conceive and conceptualize right. is truth. Then this is Derrida. Then there's no truth. So, in other words, if we don't have a standard on which we can stand, if there's not a standard that we can more that we can anchor into, right? Just so that we can know that we can distinguish. Of course, life is. Distinguished. You have to have that. Well, but 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 no, because there are a lot of there's a philosophy out there, and it comes from Derrida. And, and, and that says, no, there should be zero categories. It's why the Maoists put everybody in the same uniform mm. and with the same haircut. It was the idea of, of eradicating literally any distinction.
0: But Mother Nature is going to have her say in that. Of course she is. You know? It's, of course she is. And also the number, this is what gets me, the number of people that it applies to to immediately take that template Very and small. put it against the the bill the the major the mass majority. Yeah. And then a lot of times they try and force it in immediately. That's the kind of shit where you get so much rebuttal because it's disrespectful to just force it in immediately. I know it's disrespectful also to but it's a little bit
2: more than that, buddy. If you even talk about this. If you even and now if you were to, if you had a, the point of view, say you had the point of view that there are two sexes, mm-hmm. or that there that your biology is what sticks, okay, mm-hmm. you'll get deplatformed. Damn. You're considered you're 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 practicing hate speech, and you will be deplatformed from everywhere, including YouTube, really, and, and Patreon, anywhere Damn. else. It's called so we can think speech. stuff like that. We can't say it. You're not. You're not allowed to speak. So where allowed, do you say the, it? You just First go what, chisel it into a bench. The First somewhere? Amendment doesn't really exist anymore. Damn. And that's very dangerous. Puts
0: up signs saying,
2: "It's very dangerous," and nobody. <clears> I don't think enough people are talking about it. And I certainly don't think enough people who are pushing this narrative really understand what's what.
0: No, a lot of people are just chasing clout. They're chasing uh, weenie and and. Vagina, they just want all the, they want any type of fucking body, you know, genital clout. But what I'm saying is, have a separate league for these, for the middlemen of the universe. Yeah, you know, because yeah, it's like if if I'm a a a young lady who's worked my butt off and is about feminism, you know, like Mm -hmm. women, we need the opportunity, this and that.
2: and then a fella comes along and he. But you have lawyers on the left who are now calling this. They're, they're on the left. They, they fight for a lot of, you know, they fight a, lot of, a lot of liberal causes. I can't remember the woman's name, but she's a champion of, of she's a left wing lawyer and she's a champion of all these causes, the social justice causes. And she said she said this is misogyny. And I was like, "Damn."
0: She so said it's now, misogyny if it's a man and if it's a transgender person.
2: She was saying that that for men to come into women's sports now like this, but these aren't said, men. Well, she was saying that that these are rooks, biological men who are coming into female sports because they identify that you know they identify as women now. She was saying you know you hear women on the other side, you hear feminists now fighting that. Right. So it's a fight, man. And I just, back, I just sit back. I just sit back, and I, I'm like, "Damn." And then you got science.
0: Put them at straw weight. Look, I say get them at a weight where is there a weight class you could get them at? If you say specifically UFC, yeah, is there a weight class you could get them at where it would be where it evens out a little bit?
2: Yeah, but the problem with that is that you've got a different bone structure, and you've got like so so when you're talking about punching people in the face and speed and all that, yeah, and and even even they even. I think women and men have a different um, <clears throat> read on, on split second timing. So uh, women oh, tend yeah. to hesitate. Even the, the high champions hesitate just a split second. Oh, women will start bitching in an instant. Than, than men do. Yeah. And so that's a huge advantage in striking. So you've got so many issues. So when you're talking about women in fighting, you're talking about transgender women in fighting, what stage are they at? Like, what stage are they at in their transition? How much estrogen do they have in relation to testosterone? Do they still have the different bone structure and the different muscularity that 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 gives a man much bigger See, advantage?
0: I think they there should be then a separate league or something. And I hate to separate it, but it's just it's when you start catering to you have to cater to the masses first. It's just I feel like it's where you have to. It's the most people. You know, it's like, it's like the same when you get all these people to reconfigure their bathrooms and do all the, it's like, there's nobody transgender in this town, but you're going to have a news media come here and say these bathrooms are for men only. Well, there's only 11 people in town. People are trying to piss.
2: Yeah. In some ways, that's the strength of this country though. Like in some ways, maybe in... in, in, And I'm not
0: trying to be old sided. I just think you have to like... Yes, you welcome them in and you find a way to do it, yeah. but it can't be immediate. And that's sometimes that where I think the media fails us is, is they want it immediate, they want it now. And
2: Well, I think the better way to put it is that you you want to protect the marginalized and the minorities rights, right? right? But not at the expense of other rights. And right. that's the balancing act. So if 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 you're if you're trumping other rights or you are discriminating against another group to make room for this new group of victims or whoever you consider to be marginalized right now you're just now you're just moving money from one column to the other but you're not really actually making the world more equitable right you're you're actually so 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 the idea would be if you have to have california if you're a publicly traded company in california you had to have if you had a board of seven if you had a board of five two had to be women if you had a board of seven Four had to, or three had to be women. They just enforce that, right? So you have to have women on your board. Now they want color. Now mm. it has to have diversity. So if you are, if you are the board, if you represent the board, you're on board of a company which makes decisions for the company. Okay, it's a public traded company. Yeah. You now have a diversity quota, and you now have, an this is enforced. I don't know if they got the diversity quota through post, but they did with the female quota. So the board cannot be all male, no matter what. So if you have, so so the idea is. If you're really qualified for the job, but you happen to have balls, you know, and a dick, or whatever, or a certain mm. chromosome, you are excluded. You can't. Damn. You got to take a back seat. So now, now you're discriminating against men for having, for, for having right. their well, biology. And right. now you have to have a conversation about biology. And if you're gonna have, if you're gonna enforce biological women are allowed, half must be on the boards. Well, now what about, what about gender fluid people? What about? Are you going to represent and trans people? And that is
0: why you relocate to another state where they're not. That's what happens. Right. That's because what happens. it's just. Because you
2: don't know how to do business that way. Because if you have a business and, you, and you're and you responsible to your shareholders, you go, wait, I want the best people. I don't give a shit what they are. I want the best people on. The, on
0: yeah. I Especially can't... if it's a f- small family business. Now you got your son cutting his penis off just so he can work at the shop. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but this is publicly traded. Theo, you're going too crazy. Okay, my bad, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, but it just feels like that as a small business owner, you feel like, well, if my business ever grows, I'm gonna yeah. have to fucking, you know, you know, get, you know, I'm gonna have to install a dick on my wife just to fucking make ends meet this over right. here. And it, right. but that paranoia in your head as a business person, well, you're like, I'm gonna go to a in, place. The
2: government comes in and forces you to do that. That's yeah. that's mandated. And and so now what you're doing is you're enforcing equality. Yeah, you're enforcing equality of outcome, not equality of opportunity, and what they're doing in Hollywood. If you want your movie to be in in the Oscars now, being Oscar. Contender,
0: oh yeah, you need to have an amoeba in there.
2: You got to have yeah. You, you have to have color in the cast, but you have to have color behind the scenes too. Now, but it's gotten so. Which look, I think it should
0: all be. I, I kind of believe it should all be based on just the percentages of the people that are in the country. Like you know, if the if a ethnicity is a certain percent, then that percentage should be Would well, you be in trouble with that? You then, think?
2: Oh my god, it's a terrible idea. Terrible idea because Damn. because then 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 you then again all you're doing is looking at numbers and pe- you the, you need the people that get jobs should be the ones who are the best for the job
0: right i, mean, I agree they,
2: you, that's what it is if if if, if the most of the people that are great that. for it yeah if most the people are great with. for the job are are all black women then all black women should be in there right if, if it's all asian and all asian i don't give a fuck whoever's best for the job man yeah and have blind auditions the way they did so with with uh, orchestras they were all male so they started just having blind auditions so you couldn't see if it was a man or woman playing that instrument yeah you go behind a curtain and play and you just oh, have wow. to hear guess what F- women now represent even uh, more than half of the uh, of the instrumentation in. Uh, I think the San Francisco Philharmonic and the New York Philharmonic.
0: Oh yeah, you see a lot of those harmonics, a lot of ladies out there, a lot of dimes out there playing mm-hmm. the flute on the uh, yeah. lyre. Do you play an instrument? Uh, what did I? I play a little bit of piano. Oh yeah. Yeah. For real. I'm getting me a little. I hum- uh, got me a little nice little place over there in... um. At the moment in Nashville, I got a place in Airbnb. I'm keeping my place here, but I'm getting a nice piano. Yeah. I'm going to take you to the Are you going to be there uh,
2: March 3rd? I'm doing another live pa- podcast. You are? Another live podcast March That's 3rd. Like a week. At Zaney's. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to start promoting it. I'll be but there. Man. Me and Steve Byrne.
0: We got Travis Trick coming on. We got Jordan Peterson coming back
2: mm-hmm. on. Oh, really? Oh, man. I love that guy.
0: Pretty excited about this. Here's a beautiful lady right here, or, I, or she is. this could be a man.
3: I have your Jordan Peterson book,
0: too. You do? Yeah. Awesome, thank you. I love that book. It's the, he's got a new one coming oh, out. Oh, I gotta read that. Yeah.
1: Hey Theo, hey Brian, my name is Marissa. Um, Brian, I know that you speak French, um, and I do a little bit too. Man. And I actually saw you in Dallas, and I thought your whole French bit was hilarious. Um, so my question is: Quand est-ce que vous avez appris la langue française?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, parce que vous la parlez très bien, et merci. je l'ai adoré. Oh, merci. Et aussi, uh, quand est ce que vous allez retourner uh, à T-Fat-K? Um, so in Merci, English, um, I said, ooh, let me, uh, uh, when the, did you let me say first language French? Yes, and um, when do you, you think
2: said. you will
1: return to t fat So thanks, let guys. Gengen. Gengen.
2: Uh, je, je Beautiful je prenais, lady. Thank you for the question. Yes. I want to say
0: that young lady. appreciate you.
2: Je prenais français quand j'habitais au Liban. Hmm. When I was a little so I went to school in, I went to friend schools in Lebanon oh. when I was a kid. Uh, war
0: torn Lebanon, huh?
2: That's right. I was in the war there for, for about seven months. We were evacuated to Greece. Oh. And then uh, I will be, I, I've in already Greece done Greece fucking two fell apart. Everywhere
0: you go kind of fucking falls it apart. falls apart, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Not I, to say that with you right here, but no. But I was doing some crazy. CIA work. I was I was, oh, yeah. I was organizing coups. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, Brendan still coups sometimes. That guy is fucking the worst vocabulary I've ever heard. He's, He's the tired. only one who uses him. In Boston, will talk, but Boston will lead the conversation.
2: It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Boston. I haven't seen. I haven't met Boston. Yet. You haven't?
0: No. Oh, fine as fuck, bro. <laughs>
2: hey, take it easy.
0: Just no. say cute.
2: Don't say no, fine, no.
0: bro. It's a, it's a. You're talking about a baby, bro. But this baby is about that life, son. No, no,
2: no. Oh, this baby. I don't, oh, like, baby's I don't been feel comfortable
0: po- with this. This baby's been at pool parties, dude. I'm no. telling you. No,
2: no. no the, the baby's big though. The oh, baby's no. got a head on him.
0: The baby's got a fricking.
2: He's gonna be as big as daddy.
0: Oh, that baby is fine, dude. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. No, that baby's cute. It's cute. Yeah, baby is. Cute.
2: I don't like the way you're no, no you're dragging out your words bro Sorry, man. Sorry, don't sorry. say cute with like four U's in it you can't do right, that bro. bro and you you're wiping your mouth yeah, right yeah, now my bro. Lips is getting I'm not comfortable damn damn dude
0: damn man yeah you're right bro but thank you for the question uh vous play she's she's, she's uh, très jolie très jolie yeah Mon, uh, right there look at trying, trying to have my, my time, oh, time. Look at that. I'm trying to get my girl drunk right
2: there. <laughs> no, no, dude. Damn. That's a boy. Look. Don't say girl. Bro, don't say my girl. Let okay. him decide. No, okay. No, bro. Okay, you're right. I did. Bro, I don't know how he identifies yet, <laughs> but I think he identifies as a boy. At least you we'll gotta see, let, bro. You got to let the parents decide for the child and then let the child when they're older.
0: But I mean, it's like Boston, the best name, the Boston Strangler, if he goes in UFC.
2: Boston Strangler. The best name. <laughs> it's actually good.
0: Already. Boston the Strangler. Yeah. Um, so we got a new website done, and uh, and I like it. I love it. You do? Yeah, super functional. Yeah, It's that's it. That's it. It's functional, and it's reliable in the sense that if we need help with it, this company is right there to do it, and this company is called Modify. Um, what did they do that's different than the old one? They just added... Basically, all the functions we
3: were looking for to fit our podcast. We can upload video questions, songs, voicemails, and it's all in one spot. And it's specific features we asked for. So maybe if you have a different company, they can put features you need for you.
0: Right. So if you have a company, if you have a design, a plan, something, you need a website. You need some real estate on the web. Well, the group that can help out is called Modify. That's right. Modify. M-O-D-I-P-H-Y dot com slash Theo. And they are basically offering the last website you will ever need. There's no cost to build, no contract, unlimited updates, unlimited supports, custom design, easy editing tools, future redesigns, all for just how much, Nick?
3: I'm actually not sure because I don't have the copy in front of me.
0: $249 a month. Unbelievable. Imagine how much fun you can have with a website that's constantly going to be updated. $249 a month. They did our website, TheoVon.com. They did a great job, and we know it's in reliable hands. Look, you got to have real estate, and you got to have it on the web, and that's where your business needs to be. Modify.com slash Theo, M-O-D-I-P-H-Y.com slash for the last website you'll ever need. All right, dude, we got to get you a hood hat, man.
3: Do you got any lacrosse Wisconsin? Any Wisconsin at all?
0: I mean, I think there's like a. Is there a decal Dubuque? What is there? La What am I thinking of in Wisconsin? Uh, le, le, Leclerc? No, le, La La No, La La No, there's some other place. Fond du Lac. Um, Ooh, Fond du Lac sounds illegal. <laughs> um, I wouldn't want to be a child growing up there. But anyway, uh, Hood Hat is a company that basically you can go to their website and you can customize a beautiful merino will wool cap that will take that will kind of take your head to the next level. You can pick out um, colors that kind of fit your vibe, fit your hood, basically. So you would do where? lacrosse
3: lacrosse if they had one I'd, I'd rep some of the bigger cities mke M- M- a milwaukee
0: hat okay what about your neighborhood what neighborhood do you grow up in, in lacrosse
3: the south side i don't know they didn't really go. have
0: she <laughs> so might go south side lacrosse where i'm from i might go uh let me think mcgee street um or i might just do covington louisiana or i might do mandeville it can it, it can depend you know like but you can customize it to fit your hood you know like why make a hat that's just general, Los Angeles or uh, Russia? Get something that's very specific. Hood Hat helps you do it. Just go to hoodhat.com and use code T H E O 20 for 20% off at checkout. Go to hoodhat.com, use code Theo 20 for 20% off at checkout. It's the essence of your neighborhood, the essence of your culture. Fine tune it, get specific, your street, your block your hood, wherever you're from, your stoop, your valley, your holler, whatever it is, hand down, hands down the best snapbacks made from the finest merino wool right here in the USA. hoodhat.com code THEO20 for 20% off. And now back to the episode. Thanks, Nick.
3: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Yeah, man, it's uh I guess you're right because now the whole, the whole discussion has come back so to I'm full circle, thinking. where it's Absolutely. like the original argument is now butting up with. It's just going to become a spiral. That's it's a never ending. So yeah, but how we do-
2: figured out in the West, we figured out a way around this stuff. I mean I'm not saying the west didn't have its share of all kinds of prejudice and all that but the west has done a really at least the west is the first country to talk about it and tackle it head on yeah. and 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 respect the rights without killing killing people it's a good point point. so so the, you know so so but, but but the west the idea the idea I'm not saying we've implemented it very well but much better than any other country. The idea is you treat people as an individual, mm-hmm. if you, because because if you start categorizing people, you'll never run out of categories. Yeah. I mean, if you want to include men and women on the board, and that's mandated, what about what about people under four feet tall? What about dwarves? What about dwarves? What about um, what about people who have who are deaf? Where are we oh, going to stop Oh, we need the deaths, man. Where are we going to stop this? What about the blind? You you, you are going to... Uh, what about trans? Are, are, are you going to have... Are you going to have to have... Represent every category? You would never run out of categories. Let them keep going, man. Which is why you treat people as individuals if right. you have a meritocracy. It's the only way at the level of detail to run a society. You can't do it any other way. Yeah. And, and when you... And also, I don't mind if you have a company and you don't even ask people up... I don't think you should ask people their sexual orientation or any of that because obviously... Yeah, who cares? Well, obviously, you don't want to give somebody a reason to discriminate, so don't make it right. a thing.
0: Right, yeah, that's the thing. It's like by not... Yeah, it's like everything has just become such a thing. It's imp- It starts to feel impossible to even communicate. <clears throat> and the tough part is that... You know, I say a lot of times that tech tech is the new fossil fuel, you know? It's like bandwidth is the new oil. It's like...
2: We're all slaves. Yeah, and We're it's like... Slaves. We've and it's monopolies man they're monopolies. oh it's
0: insane it's absolutely insane but I wish that someone would come out with an app and but the problem is they wouldn't be able to platform it now that would tell you which companies support which what their beliefs are that way a, you could start to have dual company you know come people that aren't competition. as yeah you can start to have a, a competition where then it's going to be like okay. Yeah, I'm like, I might have some of these beliefs, but I also have some of these beliefs. I want to support a company that has more beliefs like I have, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, But then I, I just feel like you, I don't know, then it would start to affect the company's pocketbooks, and then you wouldn't see so many companies, I feel like, be so outspoken. Well, I'm, I'm threat, worried. Like, uh, make their employees feel like they have to vote a certain way or this type yeah,
2: of thing. Like I worry about, I, I wish there were more options for, and there are becoming more and more options for technology. Yeah. There are there is technology that's that's coming out where you won't be as as reliant on all the massive companies. At least I'm hopeful. Yeah. I don't think that's good for anyone, but I am concerned and I am sympathetic to big tech's worry about misinformation, malinformation, and disinformation. That's very dangerous. But you, that's you, always been out there. Like you could always listen to an idiot. I know, but say say you have a platform. Say you say your Facebook. Okay. And, and you, you, you have a technology that you've invented, okay? Mm-hmm. And everybody's on Facebook. And all of a sudden, the government of a country, because mm-hmm. it's worldwide, the government of that country says, they start planting stories on Facebook that you know are categorically false, that are demonizing a minority um, political group. Mm-hmm. Because they might be the Uyghurs, they might be the Rohingya, they might be whatever in certain countries. Yeah. And you go, and you start talking about how, how they they kill children, or they you do whatever to rouse up the majority in your country's ire, to rouse up their anger, mm-hmm. and you just start planting fake stories, and you get more and more people, more and more outraged about That's this, CNN, whatever it might be. <laughs> and now you have now you have a vigil, vigilante mob of five thousand right. that have all been talking on Facebook, mm-hmm. and they decide let's go kill. These Rohingya. Right. These Uyghurs, these uh, these trans people, these these Republicans or these Democrats over here or these liberals or these conservatives over here. Right. History is full of that. I mean, the czar in Russia, when the economy and shit was going bad, he would say, you know what? Let's blame the Jews. Let's go. Hey, 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 all you guys, it's the Jews that are doing this. So you'd have mobs of, of men with bats and knives and they would come into the Jewish pales, the, the ghetto, and fucking burn down the synagogue and kill as many people as they could and rape everybody and do all kinds of horrible things. That was the story of the Jew in Russia forever. And that's right. where the Zionist movement was born. The idea was, if this is going to keep happening. We're going get, to keep getting killed. We need a homeland. We need a homeland. We have nowhere to go because we're always a minority. Mm. So so what I'm saying is that now with Facebook and with big tech, if you're allowed to spread inform, if you're really organized about it mm-hmm. and you're allowed to spread information that is categorically false but is also... Galvanizing an enemy, galvanizing people to actually take violent action.
0: Right, like people that and trade Pokemon cards, almost. E, 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: But they're what if they're doing it? Which apparently they were. I think at the Rohingya, I think in Burma or whatever, Myanmar. I can't remember.
0: So people were really doing this. They were meeting on Facebook groups and then for having a bel- beliefs and then going out and taking action.
2: Yes. So now, so now you have someone like Mark Zuckerberg. What Zuckerberg and all of them supposed to do? They're responsible. They're looking at the moral responsibility. They're looking at the. They're looking at all the responsibility. They're looking at the financial. I mean, the the legal responsibility. But it's also just a moral thing. But also a problem because they don't know how to deal with that. I wouldn't know how to deal with that. How the fuck do you deal with that? So now you got to get really, really kind of. uh, You've got to get really draconian about it. Now you got to be like, look, if you guys are going to start talking about uh, masks that aren't not being effective, or you're going to start talking about how vaccines are not effective. Which, by the way, they are effective. If you're going to start talking about that and you're going to start spreading all these like documentaries that don't have any basis in science, I'm just using it as an example.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I guarantee I'll get a lot of shit just for saying that. But, but if you keep doing that, right, um, they have to kind of go, the science is saying this and you guys are saying this they they have to take a stand. I right,
0: guess. but then you're going to be stuck by by what that person's views of the world are and what they It's tough. Like it's, because what if they have a total their upbringing is totally they live, live for, are from a complete different place and I think you have a lot of these people are all from the same spot, the same type of tribe and the same type of you know uh there are a lot of the same just type of people.
2: Ilk. Well so so I just did an interview same with Milk yeah, yeah same I, I did an interview with alistair bostwick it's on youtube now and he's he's a he was a reporter for huffington post for buzzfeed and now he works for verizon.com which is he kind of like you know he's, he's a really good journalist he just did a crazy video on on woody allen and how one-sided that piece was on on woody allen i mean mm. he's basically defending woody allen but you know just a liberal guy but he said he was talking about how i said to him i said why is the press so left-wing and he goes, because most of the people who are in the press are from L.A. and New York and Chicago and the big cities. And they just happen to be younger people who tend to lean left. It's not like a conspiracy. It's that they mm. tend to be socially progressive. And right. so what you're going to get is you're going to get more people in journalism who happen to be of that. It, the way he was describing it was really interesting. Right, that
0: makes sense, kind of.
2: Yeah. So like you said, it's the same ilk. If you have if you have one particular ilk and they're usually educated they're usually super educated from really good schools and they tend to f- come from socioeconomic backgrounds that are of higher class. Right, so That's they have a different,
0: you... but that perspective of the world, growing up like, like dude, some of my richest friends have been the absolute most scared about this pandemic. Uh, smartest friends have been the most scared about this pandemic that it's just ridiculous, you know, yes, like. exactly. So I think there's a level there too where it's just so overkill and so out of touch with what like, a regular working day-to-day man and woman couple that wants to have a traditional kind of lifestyle. And then everything is this but then you have a lot of those types of people who are far left, who end up being forty-year-old women who are lonely, who have no fucking children, and who are trying to like get, you know fly down to Barbados to jumpstart their wombs somehow on some <laughs> um, fabled machine or something, you know, or wandering around their house and dyeing their hair fucking seventy-five colors and yeah. fucking sawing their tits off for magic or whatever. Like it just gets. So then you have a lot. You have a lot of people who are just unspoken for and who feel unspoken for even just to ask questions and then that's where it gets really really spooky
2: well you know you ever heard the expression weird so so because
0: i'm not like some right-wing trumper but also i'm a person who believes i should be able to talk about stuff and ask questions and not feel weird if i want to for also say stuff and get something wrong i agree like how else do you even i agree be a comedian
2: the whole but just so scary that you're even having to be careful. Like we are both very careful right now on a podcast about what we're saying and how we're talking. That never used well, to be. I the have case. to be
0: careful because I don't know what I'm saying a lot of times too. So my brain is very careful because it doesn't know what I'm talking about a lot of times. But
2: they, like you said, you're allowed to be. You're allowed to get it wrong.
0: Right, but so now you have a you have a society. People they feel like they're not allowed to get anything, at least to trial and error. That's right. You have a ton of people that feel that way. Yeah. How does that feel to some, I mean, it's just, that's debilitating. That's debilitating it's, it's, it is, to people. It
2: is debilitating. It's awful. It's awful. I mean, that, it's funny, because when they did any experiment they ever did, right? So if you think about, like, um, anything you know.
0: Frankenstein. Uh,
2: well, no, any, <laughs> that would be one. <laughs> Frankenstein is a good example. But the man
0: tried it on his brother. Look at Louis Van Gogh. Look at, uh. Do you know, what, do you know what
2: Frankenstein symbolized? The idea that machines were taking over machines were now taking over humanity. Wow. And we're having the same talk a hundred years later about how machines are going to take over and, and make man obsolete. That was something that, that Mary Shelley, who wrote that book, was that was the thesis of that book. Like, when man meshes with machine, we'll lose our humanity. It's kind of fucking you know, cyclical, but most of the most of the studies on economics, on social behavior, on social that we all talk about, whatever it might be, like you know, when you say things like, uh, well, most people, you know, most people tend to be more emotional about this. It, it was all done on what they call the acronym is weird: Western, um, industrialized, educated, rich, developed uh, people from those countries. From westernized, educated, industrialized, rich, developed countries. So most professors were doing their, their fucking experiments on people who are college educated or at least you know uh, had, had money, were from a developed country, definitely like Europe or America. There was never any of it done on people who came from other parts of the world, who didn't come from industrialized, developed, educated backgrounds. Mm. So, so much of what we know is, is has been skewed just by the nature of how experimentation was done and who is available to do the experiments on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's like that, so, we, we keep think, running into these issues. I don't know. We keep running into these issues.
0: Yeah, man. Look, it's it's spooky time to be It's like, is it spooky? It's a great time to be alive. It's the only time that we get that know. we know of right now. I'm scared. It's also, it's a, it's a scary time. Um, but there has to be... There's always, like, a way out of things. It's like, I mean, for example, like, you know, you can still, if you shut yourself off to some of the media and you just let it go and do its thing, you can still live a normal, uh, straight life or gay life. Mm Mm-hmm whichever you want you don't have to get into the fights you don't have to engage in it because some of it is out of my control yeah but then also it's like every voice that was even like questioning or anything is has been extremely silenced and that's not good you know I don't feel like that that kind of stuff is good no that's um, the
2: problem the, the, the other argument like Sam Tripley and I always have these arguments on
0: oh on, I've uh, talked to Sam dude Oh it's great but we, yeah. we,
2: we have this podcast conspiracy social club. And I debunk conspiracies, right? Mm-hmm. He seems to win a lot. But by the way, by the way, if you watch Conspiracy Social Club, I think we may have to move over to Rockfin because they took us off Vimeo. Really? Patreon didn't let us do it. Vimeo took you yeah, off? Yeah, because they don't allow any conspiracy talk, even though I debunk it. Vimeo, so Vimeo
0: like, should be lucky to have anybody on that fucking thing. I,
2: I know, Jesus. but they took us down because they have a strict policy against it. And I'm like, I'm an anti-conspiracist. I'm, I'm trying to debunk <laughs> it. Yeah. But you know, they're like, no, you know. So I, you know, I, I don't know what they're. I don't know what the practice. Well, it's are.
0: just become general and blanket, which is crazy because that's the same thing that they that that like, like, kind of left-leaning things say that people are doing about gender and stuff but you're doing it in the term the term words that all, you use to terminate con- like anything I'm doing that is pops I'm, uh, up yeah and i'm trying
2: yeah. to in earnest debunk conspiracies oh, that breaks my heart bro. and and uh you know so we have to go that's why go you p- got to
0: get a glock dude you got to get your family have one. and go be somewhere i know you know and i think that's what a lot of people were, a lot of people are saying this rat race doesn't even accept me anymore they not only that but they mistreat me on social platforms, where I'm even just trying to be a, a regular person who errs and, and who is to be human, funny, man. and trying to be funny, or just trying to be human, yeah. Like, and it's just a, a lot of it is people who never wanted to take any risks, just sitting somewhere, flowing into you know, this. But they're
2: going to always exist, though. It's the problem is corporations. The money listens. Right, the money, the, 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 you know, until
0: consumers—that's s- why you need to get an app that sends people to different places they they can support companies that also mimic some of their beliefs or at least are yeah. open to it. Yeah. because then once it starts to affect the pocketbooks of companies, they'll quit the bullshit. How about you know? due
2: process? How about just that? How, how about so 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 you know if if Disney's going to completely cancel Gina Carano for writing Bebop Boop and just and having a clumsy comparison to the Holocaust, which wasn't even that clumsy compared to a lot of people who were on the left who didn't get canceled. Yeah, you know, if if you're going to do that, then then until consumers say I'm not I'm not upping my subscription to Disney, I'm not watching Lucas Films anymore. Right. Until they do that, and until Disney sees that that when they cancel someone like Gina Carano or they cancel anybody due to due process, they get it actually hurts their dollar. It actually hurts their sales. Because right now they just don't want to deal with any kind of Twitter thing. They, they, but it's
0: so crazy. Who gives a fuck about? It's just like
2: they do because they don't want to deal with the backlash because those voices are so loud and organized. But they'll go
0: away in a week.
2: Yeah, not not when. But it, it's just it creates too much bad press because what what does the press do? The press needs clicks. The press, everybody in the press, talking to Alistair Boswick again about this. He's like, it, when you're a when you're a fucking journalist you want clicks you want to create sensation
0: you're right you want right to right, right it's a, yeah, yeah right you
2: you can't do if you're going to do a documentary on Mia Farrow and, and Woody Allen you can't take a balanced approach nobody wants to see it they want you want a hit piece the That's way true. the Michael Jackson thing was you got to you got to come up you got to come hard from one angle right because then, then we're like yeah we got a bad guy and a good guy
0: right so this is and then this is Dustin Poirier taught me this man he said This is when that Mike Perry thing came up. Mike Perry had done some things. He was kind of losing losing it. He was going through a tough moment, like about eight months ago or a year ago. And I was talking to Dust one time. He goes, you know, man, I don't click on that kind of stuff. When people send me that kind of stuff, I don't click on it because I don't want that in my world. He said, I don't want that in my world. I don't want to look at people that I care about or other humans in ways where people are just – trying to pinpoint them into one little space or one little moment good for him he just said it's not fair and so since Most then man i have tried to that. stay off of like when people sent that kind of shit don't send me that it but it's it's like this porn we're we use it as porn yes so as long as we keep doing that yes it's that kind of stuff's gonna keep happening and until, as long as you
2: keep rewarding
0: right cancel culture and as you long do as, it by clicks we do that by clicks when you click on it yeah that then you fucking saying I support this, even if you don't. That's right. That's what's crazy. That's so right. that's where the weird addiction comes yeah. in. It's like we're just just But also like
2: like the fact that Disney makes amazing products and my kids love their movies. They're good. And when shit, a massive bro. when a massive company like that, you know, cancels someone like Gina Carano and we still you know, we're still patrons of that company, in a way we're all complicit right and that's it's so hard to fight man it's, it's, it's hard to
0: fight because there's such tech is the new fossil fuel man
2: yeah
0: that's the oil
2: what happened with this this country singer who used the n-word he didn't really i think people kind of galvanized did people kind of go this is too much or what happened
0: he's a i mean morgan's a friend of mine he was on a podcast he was on a couple months ago he used it he called his friend the n-word in the street he came back and apologized he said i'm gonna try to do better And, you know, the media did what they did. They ripped him up. What got me about that, I mean, obviously, like, it's like he called his friend pussy ass N-I-G-G-A, right, to a white dude. And I think a lot of white people should be called the N-word. I got called it a bunch growing up. I still get called it sometimes by this dude that lives in the park. The black guy by me will call me it every now and then. I like it a little. I'll be honest. That's who I am. It
1: makes you feel included or it just, Yeah, it
0: does. Something, bro. You know, like sometimes. Cool. No joke. I was walking with a girl a couple weeks ago and he the guy said it and, he, and I know she didn't hear him and I fucking said, hey, say it louder, bro. You know? And he did. <laughs> and he said it louder, bro. He's a black guy. He can say it, right? He can yeah, like. In a
2: way, you feel like he trusts you and he knows that you're not a prejudiced white guy. Right. Like, he knows he, I'm not a spy. Like in a way, it yeah, feels like he he he's, it. he's saying something. It's like a term of endearment. For you. Like
0: Yeah. It was like a coat I got to wear for a couple seconds, gave me a little bit of clout with the dame, you know? <laughs> or the man, whatever she was. I don't know what she's chosen to be. I didn't I That's hadn't checked in with I'm glad her. You, you cleared that. But up. um yeah, but what got me was that and this and, and and I'm is that suddenly there were news articles that would never even watch Morgan. That was the guy's name. Yeah. That would never even and they're they're using it in their titling like the n-word the n-word so they're basically using the n-word to get you to go of course so who's really that's using the it algorithm. one guy who uses it on the street calling his white friend yeah. the n-word or the, or
2: the white press that makes money by getting clicks that's what burn and it's like man it's all like, of them go oh, i can get this story now awesome. i can use the n-word and now i can get we can get more online subscriptions there's money in clicks yeah and as long as there's money in clicks and there's money in telling your readers, your echo chamber, exactly what they want to hear and what they believe anyway and already, right. you you will you will continue to, to polarize the press. And now you look at anything that comes out of Huffington Post. You're like, I know exactly how they feel, so why am I going to read this? Right. Or Fox. Oh, here we go.
0: But it's like... um. Here's a question. But what else is I thinking? I have one more thought on this. But it's just... When they, when, I mean, and he came out and said for himself, you know, he said, you know, what he wanted to say on it. So it's like, it's his thing. But some, I don't know, sometimes you feel like it'd be, it's just crazy how you can go and buy the, on certain platforms, you can buy the N-word and listen to it. Mm -hmm. You know? You can pay $2 for it. $1.99 for a song and go listen. Oh, yeah. You know? It's like, maybe don't make it available to white people.
2: Well, I think that that this guy somehow got, like he they, they tried to cancel him, and I think his fans were like, "No, we're going to buy all his stuff." And he went oh, he'll
0: to- have the biggest tour in the world in a couple of years. His music is just great. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, uh, and he's a great kid. I was at his house a couple nights before the video stuff, and there were black guys over there with him. He ha- It's not like I'm sure. He's not I've like- seen racist people.
2: Yeah, he's not a racist guy. He's not
0: a racist guy. Yeah. so and that's obvious to most human people with a brain yeah but yeah but um, the
2: intention doesn't matter anymore it's just consequence what's this question i see a guy asking a question
0: yeah let's get out of this sorry Ash, uh, and i didn't really want to talk about that but it's, it's okay.
2: okay we're just we're covering a lot of bases right what's now what's on dude? fellas how you doing I'm sitting here ripped off my gourd right now off some of those good oregon derby shires yeah. and got a question for you <clears throat> you had to give each other three compliments that didn't have anything to do with comedy or a mullet
1: what would they be
0: it's a hockey haircut first of all
2: that's good that's a great question three compliments that had nothing to do with comedy or the mullet
0: I would say this Uh you wanna uh, who goes first Nick
3: uh Brian
2: okay go Brian.
0: go one go every other fine I'm your boss but Brian I would say
2: I would say that you're um, I, I I think you have a very original brain and I love that about you okay and I think I mean I'm not allowed to talk about comedy but it, it it's it's very difficult to separate your you, see you have what's called original expression you're just original you're an original generally and that's so fucking rare and then I think you're um you're very loyal you're a loyal fucking dude. And you um, also have overcome something I think most people don't even understand. I mean, I think what you've overcome ha- over your family, your mother, and all that, I don't think anybody realizes how huge that is. I don't. And I think that's that always is going to be something that you're contending with. But the wrestle, you know, it's that Jacob's Ladder thing when, when he wrestled the angel. The angel that you wrestle on a day-to-day basis is what makes and you're winning that you're winning whether you know it or not you win it every day and it's it it actually makes the world a better place so your trauma and i believe it's trauma i really do i've i've watched your old stuff when you were young talking about your life and your childhood the trauma that you went through has not beaten you it has made the world a better place that's why people love you and i don't think you would be who you are without the irony is you wouldn't be who you are without that that almost impossible thing to deal with, that, that thing that would break most people, and it you never let it. You just turned it into something very special. So that's my compliment. Those are my three compliments for Theo Vaughn. Man, like
0: well, thank you, bro. That's sweet of you to say, man. I don't um, know if you're going
2: to find three things on me. This is cashmere, though.
0: I don't know if I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I mean, you're such a good expressionist, man. Um, I would say, for one, I would say you're... Uh, your ability to take a moment to give valuable interaction is something that is very rare um, i've had a couple moments with you over the years that i can remember even one of the first ones going back to uh at the uh Co, when you told me i was asking you something about comedy and You know, and you had a conversation with me just about learning as much as I could, you know, and just, you know, if you'll learn as much as you can, then you'll have so much, so many, uh, tools to be comedic from, you know, um, to even things now from growing up to recommending books, um, you know, just different things. If I'm going through, like, yeah, sharing stuff, like different, you know, experiences from childhood trauma and one wanting to like discuss that and needing some support, um, you know, you actually like, even if it takes a day or something for you to call back or to get back when you do, you give a, some time that's real, um, that really feels uh, valuable and important. And so I don't want to say thank you for that, man. It's really sweet of you. Okay. Um, because when I'm I sure. hear you, I hear somebody that it's like a voice that, like a male voice that's educated that I d- never <clears throat> just, and is like, kind of educated but also good at injecting it into the flow of immediate life and so it's hard to do that it's such a skill that so few people have um so thank you i'm lucky to be privileged to see some of that and to experience it firsthand um outside of that i would say probably symmetrical i would say symmetrical probably I would go with that. And Thank it doesn't have anything to do with hair. I would say symmetrical. Yeah. Uh, I would say um, supple. Your, your vitality for life. I think you stay, you're like a fucking vein, you know, is what you are. You're like. Keep you're, moving. Keep moving. You, yeah.
2: No matter what happens, keep growing. Keep moving. You're you're Don't a femoral.
0: Stop. You're a fucking femoral vein, st- dude. You're rolling through the big bone. Can't stop. You know what I'm saying? You ain't out of here in a damn tarpaul. You know what I'm saying?
2: Picasso said. Picasso said. I think he called it sweeping the alley. Like Picasso was yeah. like, no matter what famine, karate war, kid. all that, keep painting, keep painting, keep painting. That's crazy. So man. when he was 90 years old, he was painting on the level he was painting at when he was 40. For real. I went to I went to his. I meant to of a, a, a show that he had. It was his work. I think he did it when he was ninety. Damn. And I would listen to the the you know art historian explain what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, "This motherfucker is ninety, and he's he was painting on the level that's beyond. Like he was still doing it at the highest level. That's crazy. I was like, if that's the case, if that's where the bar mm. is, man, I I'm fucked. I can never stop. Yeah, but there. You know, it's hard. I just hope I'm allowed to. You know, you just keep hoping that you, in one way or another, can can continue to be expressive and continue to do what you love.
0: Yeah. Like, I never, like, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, it, not an idiot, but I'm definitely, I'll be, you know, I'm, I will mill around with idiots, bro. And I will definitely read books I've read six or seven times, dude, and not oh, know yeah. what happened. That
2: hap- that's normal. Okay. Come on, man.
0: But uh, what I'm saying is that Fuck man, I forgot about it. But uh, it's it's. Uh, you said I was a vein. I was yeah. femoral. I was a femoral. Yeah. Okay. Femoral vein. So that's yeah. two.
2: I think those are two things. I think a femoral artery. Okay. And a vein. I think the difference is what an artery. But is an artery from comes the heart. and goes. An
0: artery is yeah. It's from the heart and it's, um, it, yeah. Yeah, you're not like that. Artery is more of like a a it's more of a super highway yeah you're a little bit more of that service road am i yeah.
2: Kind of like bumpy, a little bumpy. Yeah, there's definitely some, some, po- some potholes.
0: There's some potholes. <laughs> there's some zoning issues. You can't
2: be you can't be a smooth highway and be a comic. No, you can't. You got to right. have you got to have all you got to have some plaque up in there's that There's some bitch. left turns There's yeah, some fucking yeah, yeah, dead yeah. ends. You got some varicose shit, you got some yeah. backed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some backed up like coagulated blood and there's shit. There's some plavacid in the fucking Yeah, yeah I don't even know what plavacid is, <laughs> yeah. but you got to have some shit you can't identify. There's
0: big pharma is fucking starting to play a yeah, role what's in the this. The plavacid
2: in there. Like what the fuck is that? We don't know. We don't know, yeah. but put on your mask because we got to get through this shit right now. Your shit.
0: grandparents are dying. Jim Brewer has this great bit now. He's I like, saw grandmother's dying. It's like he's fucking impersonating a Nazi.
2: <laughs> I love him. I love Yeah. You know, as you get older, I'll tell you this. I'm a lot older than you and you get less sure of of uh, any kind of a truth. Really? In a way.
0: Now, that's another thing I was going to ask you. How does aging happen in your beliefs and in your thoughts like what starts to happen.
2: You you know I I tend to become more um I tend to become more compassionate for people who have a totally different point of view than I do, right? Wow. So I'm I'm a white straight male, mm-hmm. right? Fine. I'm not saying you have it easy if you're a white straight male. I'm not saying, but I'm saying that if I was a black woman, if I was uh if I was a Native American from, or an an indigenous person, a First Nation person from Winnipeg, if I was uh, from a small Indian village in the south of India, I would have a very different point of view. That's true. On the world, on what's right, on what's wrong, on what's fair, what's unfair, on what I was afraid of, what I wasn't afraid of. If I was a black man, for the most part, even if I had money, even if I was privileged with an education. Yeah. If I drove by, I know this, if I was driving by two white cops, okay, maybe not now, but certainly nine months ago. Right. I would have turned my music down. I would have put my glasses on. I might have rolled my window down.
0: Set my wallet on the dashboard.
2: Whatever it is. Right. Right. Whatever it is. A little bit like the way we talk now about anything that's that's considered politically incorrect. <laughs> We're now aware that big tech might shut us off. Right. That was what it's like. That's what it was like always. So as I get older and I read more and I I try to take that perspective of I don't know, it tends to make me a little bit more compassionate and a little less attached to my cognitive beliefs. Because I know how my brain works. Right. It's from reading. My brain works like this. I'm an emotional creature. So I have a set of beliefs Mm -hmm. that were given to me by people I loved, like my mother and my father, like the culture I come from and media, like what worked for me and media. Right. So I have a set of beliefs like this. And so what happens is when you have that set of beliefs, you're going to try to find evidence to support your beliefs. So if you start talking about socialism, I'm automatically going to have an argument because I'm a capitalist, quote unquote, or I'm a free market guy, right? I'm a libertarian. But then then I'll read a book and I realize that a lot of the basis of what I'm making all my philosophy on is not necessarily grounded in evidence and that somebody over there who has a different point of view has something to offer me, has something to enlighten me on. So this is a process. So I guess what I'm saying is that as I get older, I realize I'm a work in progress. Uh Don't be too attached to everything you believe i love that don't don't be so sure that everything you know and believe is true okay that's really important and yeah. be willing to change your mind based on evidence and be able to see the evidence when it's in front of you. Well,
0: right, I agree with you, man. And I think it, a lot of, and I've even noticed in my own life over the past nine months, over the past year, I've gotten very. A lot of people are very stuck to their what their their beliefs because it's some of it's a safety mechanism. Yeah, they feel attacked, they feel like they don't know. Because the other side's uncertain. building weaponry
2: over there, right? right? Yeah,
0: right. So yeah, it's like you start to feel, um, and you feel like they're not doing that. So why do I have to? You know, it's like, uh. It's interesting how like a lot of that has flared up over the past year. Well, there's a
2: documentary on Netflix called Crack. Mm -hmm. And remember, Crack Babies? The idea of a Crack Baby. Okay.
0: I know a guy. That was all bullshit.
2: That was all bullshit. There were no Crack Babies. Crack Crack Babies weren't born that way. Most of the time, it was a woman, a woman who was doing drinking, marijuana. But it wasn't that crack itself was creating a whole generation of kids who are addicted to cocaine. That's not. Oh yeah, I never heard super, that. I just heard like
0: if they had a real skinny baby and he had jewelry on.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but again,
0: that's what I always heard. Again,
2: you can you can also add to that black baby. You can also add that black woman giving birth to black baby. Right. So what happened with the crack epidem- epidemic? I said your crack baby is born to a mother. Who's addicted to crack. Oh, now, I, I promise you, in every American's every white American's at the media and even movies like like Boys in the Hood, the woman was holding a baby and saying something like, I'll do whatever it takes right, to I need get crap. my crack. Right. It was a black woman. It mm-hmm. was always demonizing a black woman. It's just true. So if you're a black woman in the hood, try to make ends meet, you can't afford to leave a battle zone. And you're trying to raise your kids and there's a thousand other things you're dealing with and now that's going on in the media. You're being demonized. Right. You know, so 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 because that was the narrative. Right. And so you'd have a very different perspective on America. Oh, and, I would have a and who you were if you were a black woman, especially living in the 80s. My generation, my generation, how the fuck wouldn't you have a chip on your shoulder? Oh, Tell dude,
0: me. yeah. Look, I think about that a lot of times. I think sometimes there's a, people don't realize like, I've talked to before about like, Disney World, like you'd see the the advertising for Disney World, and it was always white kids at Disney World. Yeah. So if you're a black kid and you're watching that, how would you not feel like, oh, this isn't even for me? You weren't represented in in cartoons, right. anything. Well, but there's some stuff is that's that's not entirely true. Like some of my favorite shows were black acted shows so yeah. like you know you had Sanford and Son you had In the Heat of the Night which had a, a black characters in it some of my favorite yeah. um Althea Tibbs is one of my favorite characters ever from a from a drama you know they had a lot of uh and what was the one um and I know I'm just saying the one but there was a lot there was the one Cosby. with the cops there was Cosby which was huge that huge, huge. Um, that
2: did a lot that was like oh look there's a black family just like a white family there's right. a black doctor he's in my living room every day you know right. that, was that, whole, that was that that was an important show in that sense
0: but I could imagine yeah but when I was growing up there wasn't any black doctors in our town No.
2: What I, so this is where I get I get, the, I get where black activists where white you know, activists where woke people are coming from if you actually look at the history of this country just go back 20 years 15 years see I don't I'm not liberal this way I'm not like a woke person I do like fair play though. Oh, if you 100%. show me if you show me I've where something's fair not play. fair, if you show me where something's not fair, oh, I, I go I'm right there. I'm like, I got it. I get it. I get it.
0: Oh man, I remember putting a Jesse Jackson sign out in front of our apartment growing up. Like I remember um I was a David Dukakis fan. Like <laughs> I really resonated with a lot well, of like you say David Duke. <laughs> oh, I used to lift weights at David Duke. Everybody knows that though. Did you? Yeah.
2: You you worked but, out um, with David Duke?
0: Yeah, he shared a fence. Dude, he used to date the hottest chick at the seafood restaurant I worked at.
2: Is that right? God. You you lived near David Duke?
0: She was hot. Yeah. Still my folks still share a back fence not far from.
2: That's hilarious. David
0: Duke. They call him D Duke around the neighborhood. D Duke. He's a beautiful little uh Pomeranian white. I will <laughs> say that. but... Yeah. That would make sense. Um Here we But go. yeah, there's just a lot to it, man. There's a lot to it. But yeah, to think that I think the part that gets me a lot of times it's people it's it's people have now become like it's like people use the woke stuff for clout and it's not even about the argument anymore. And then I also start to see a, I've always thought about like equality, fairness. I see a lot of like black supremacy, Jewish supremacy. I see some people, uh, you know, um, Indian supremacy. Uh, I see a lot. Of, I don't Asian like su- privilege. I don't like supremacy. Yeah. I don't like it. Anytime when people start to get stuff into supremacy, Marcellus Wiley, was that that guy's name? He mm-hmm. had a great quote about it a while back. Um, that's the part where it starts to make me feel angry, bro. I don't like any type of supremacy, bro. Like, um, it just, because then it's not about everybody anymore. Well, you're
2: assigning something called group guilt. What you're doing is you're saying that entire group is Guilty. And if you do that, we know how that works out in history too, right? Because when you when you assign guilt to an entire group just for their color, just for their gender, just for their uh,
0: socioeconomic you know, background, yeah.
2: Now, if you do that, just remember that you can—that's a double-edged sword. You can turn that sword on the other group just as quickly. Yeah. And if you do that to that group, when you're done with that group, you're next, you know. And and so and and what happens is if you have group guilt then you usually have to have a group that rectifies that guilt mm. and one need only look at the world today, forget history, and see how that works out for people who are assigned group guilt. They're killed. They're jailed. They're put in concentration camps. Wow. They're, they're quote unquote marginalized in the worst way possible. So let's all be careful about that shit. Yeah. That's why that's the problem with identity politics. That's why I'm very now one thing I'm not on the fence on is I am very against identity politics. I think it's fucking the worst.
0: I don't even know what it is.
2: It's the idea that you are you are you are essentially breaking people up into their groups and you are assigning guilt or you are assigning victimhood to varying degrees to different groups. Mm. I mean that's that's what you do. And those groups that have traditionally been in a position of quote-unquote supremacy or in a position of privilege have to take now a back seat or whatever, or are like, or give me are, an example. You know.
0: So I know what I'm, well, about.
2: well, the idea behind, um, identity politics would be, you know, we have, even when you start talking about the black vote versus mm-hmm. the Asian vote versus mm-hmm. the white vote, you're already creating groups. You're already saying that you're already creating a monolith you 're suggesting that black people think the same oh like I see there what you're are, saying. that they're yeah, it's hard not, not to do that as it gets right but also when you start doing that when you start when you start saying we need a quota we need representation from this group because this group has been left out you're playing a form of identity politics because when you do that when you when you privilege one group over the other or you start Detracting just based on group, not based on skill, mm-hmm. based on biological attributes. You have to have an enforcing mechanism. You have to have someone at the top who has the power to make those decisions, to enforce those decisions. Mm. That is a that is a that is something you must do through force. You must do at the end of the day at the barrel of a gun. Damn. Because that's what the state does. If I say no, they say yes. If I really refuse to move, you get dragged out by officers of the law. Right? They happen to have guns. At the end of the day, there's no way to do that without some form of coercion, some form of force. When you do that and you, and you, and you demonize one group or you start to say this group is a victim and this group has to pay for that, what happens is mm. you're going to push people. You're going to really push people into groups. What you're going to do is you're going to create the the. You're gonna, America will become what a prison yard is, a, what 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 a what a state penitentiary becomes. Mm. Where you got the Aryan Brotherhood over here, you got the Southern Mexicans, you got the Northern Mexicans, you got the black, you got this whole thing over here, and and all of a sudden you create. And now you now now the only consideration is color, and you have people that are so obsessed with color, it's like they should be in art school. They should be in art school making, studying oil painting.
0: Yeah, oil. Because
2: that's the only criteria. Mm. And so it's a very, again, it's a very rudimentary, very dangerous game to damn. play. And I, I don't, I'm i not nearly as articulate about this. No, as it's, like it's helpful. Jordan For Peterson. me, it's
0: great, though, because it's good, because it's like, yeah, this is good practice, because Jordan Peterson, it's like, damn, it's like somebody just beat you in the face with a fucking
2: library. Yeah, he's been talking about this. You know. I, did, I did the first podcast with him. Really? Well, yeah, that's when Rogan called, texted me and said, um, your podcast with Jordan Peterson was great. He had he had just heard about him, and I did. You podcast. and Jordan
0: Peterson were on Rogan together.
2: No, I did the first podcast with him in our group. No and way. Rogan, Rogan then put him on.
0: Dang, that's yeah. crazy.
2: Yeah. How about that? Wow. Yeah, man. And it was so great. I lo- I've done three podcasts with him. I think so. It's such an honor. I, I love that guy. Yeah,
0: I feel pretty excited. I'm trying to think of good questions like just to ask and just things that I'm like thinking about. Just and read also- the book. Things that I'm scared about. Yeah, I'm gonna read the book. Yeah, but also just things that like I'm just worried about, and or just like just looking for sometimes guidance. You know, yeah. Sometimes when you get someone that has more experience, what I like to try to do sometimes is get some guidance. So how do we how do we stay away from identity politics and stuff like that? What can we do? And how do we stay funny? What can we do to stay funny in a time like this?
2: You have to fight back. You have to um, you have to recognize first of all where identity politics came from. You have to recognize you have to recognize what the other side that pushes that stuff is trying to do. You have to have, you have to have better ideas. You have to remember that what has worked for the most part with the West and what other countries have not done is that they treat people as individuals. Okay. You treat everyone as an individual. You treat when someone comes in for a job, whether they are trans, whether they are black, whether they are native American, whether they are straight white guy, India. I want to see what you can do. Let me let me try and it's very and what they'll tell you is there's unconscious bias Okay, so they say if you're white you're unconsciously gonna be biased towards someone who's white. Okay, fine. That's true I I don't either but 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 this is the new thing. So you have anti-bias training. Here's the problem with anti-bias training Here's the biggest problem. So the idea is you have some expert who's taking some classes in the humanities and and you know and they come in and they apparently are the experts on how to teach you about your unconscious bias okay oh the idea then would be you take a class and now you don't have uh, either you don't have unconscious bias or you're aware that you have unconscious bias okay. okay all good the problem is you'll never take unconscious bias out of a human being and by the way unconscious bias is very important and a very good thing most of the time or yeah. some of the time yeah. why if somebody has shifty eyes and clammy hands I'm not fucking on loaning coke. you money, or I'm not going to hire you for the job because you're sketchy. I can't explain why, yeah. but you give my gut, you give my gut, my intuition, uh, the notion that you ain't no good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah.
2: I need yeah. that because that's how I keep my money. That's how I keep safe. That's
0: how I keep that's my how, family safe. Yeah,
2: well, that's how women keep from fucking keep stay stay safe when they see a guy who's t- something something's over there. So my mother told me that one time. She goes, there was a guy. And the way he was standing, I knew he was he was looking to get jump me. Mm-hmm. I knew he was looking to rape me. Oh yeah, and so my mother was like, she just she got a bad feeling and turned and walked the other way. Mm and blah blah blah. So so we need our unconscious bias. Yeah, you
0: can't walk into a dark alley filled with people like bad wolves <laughs> and just be like maybe they're good wolves, you know. The guy at the at the at the meeting said maybe they're good wolves, give them a chance. One of them is loading a gun and chiseling your name into the side well, of it.
2: This is where critical race theory comes in. This is the, this is all comes out of the same idea that it's not enough to be not racist, you have to be actually actively tearing down the institutions that have given us the longest-standing democracy in the history of the world—you got to start tearing down institutions. Dude, I grew up like around the nuclear family. Apparently, is bad now.
0: Yeah, what? that's insane, and that's what's causing a lot. I mean, a lot of it is people don't have any faith anymore. There's nothing. There's nowhere to turn. We could go into all of it. it but... Yeah,
2: it's it's being talked about at least, and even even a couple of knuckleheads like us are actually talking about it. fuck this. Let's get
0: back I didn't. To I wanted to get into something funny. I fucked up.
3: No, no, it's all good. It could be funny. I don't know.
0: Okay, here's a guy right here, and this guy might be black, might be white, this dude might be Jehovah's Witnesses. He's a
2: composite man. What up, Theo? Brian.
3: Bri guy, the original kid, Callan.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, Bri. We just all want to know, probably. Um, you spent a lot of time away. We all, we personally missed you. I'm sure a lot of other people did too. And I think we're just all really curious, like, what did you do during that time? Like, I uh Like, give us an update. I think we're all really wanting to know how you
2: spent that time, in gang.
0: Yeah. What have you been doing, Ryan?
2: Great question. Starting Good. a podcast with Steve Byrne, Big and Hungry podcast. Big and Hungry, yeah.
0: Which I was on.
2: Yes, you were. Yes, which you is were. awesome. Drops every Monday.
0: When's our episode coming out?
2: Uh, I think I think this Monday. Okay. And it's fucking hilarious. Okay. We killed cool, it. Cool. Cool. And Thank then you guys we for got me on. Yep, that's Big and Hungry. Anywhere you find podcasts. I've uh, been doing the Conspiracy Social Club with Sam Tripoli yeah, twice right. a week, and that's been interesting because now we might have to move over to another platform, Rockfin, because we too hot. We too hot. Yeah, yeah, we too, hot, too hot, hot for Vimeo. Yeah. But
0: that's good. Maybe something like Rockfin starts up. Yeah. I wish we would all start our own platform, but yeah, you know. And I just
2: kept, you know, I was dealing with a lot of shit, so I just kept. I worked out every day, and I just
0: did you. Yeah,
2: and I just be, tried to become a better father and uh you know i was i was going through a divorce but that that ended very amicably because me and my ex get along really well and we we uh we raised the kids together and and we didn't need like uh we didn't need courts and you know Thank we God. needed we needed we did some lawyer stuff just because it's detailed but other than that we were we, we we did it great and i'm proud of that and i'm proud of her for that we we, we ended it really really well and because the kids are our priority and then uh And then, I don't know, man, I just fucking, I brushed up on my Kung Fu. Did you? Uh, Yeah, dude.
0: There's something about that staying physically active. How important uh, was that, man?
2: It's called communicating with your body. That's what you do. So when you do a sport or you do anything, you're communicating with your body. You you know, it only gets harder as you get older, Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's almost the point. Like embracing Mm. the suck. You don't have to work out an hour, dude. You can fucking lift for 20 minutes and kill yourself. I worked out for 15 minutes yesterday. I'm sore as fuck. Yeah. But but the way you do it is, is what matters. But then you do a sport. Get good at something, man. I always say this to people if you're young. Get good. I don't give a fuck if it's salsa dancing. If you get really good at salsa dancing it will open up a whole world for you. If you get yeah. really good at jujitsu, if you get really good at the flute, I don't give a fuck what it is, if you get really good at anything mm-hmm. that that requires like the practice on a daily basis, the answers lie there. Yeah, and then
0: you're going to come in contact with other people who have gotten really good yes. at things and you're going to... Be introduced to so many more things then, and some, and you're going to learn from the best. It's just, there is something that's so valuable and about, about just having spent some time doing things. Man, I've been trying to get into jujitsu more, you know, um, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm a white belt, currently mm. white belt. White belt nation. White belt nation, yeah. dude, also. Hard scarf club. And um, I, uh, I'm looking to compete maybe at some point. That's great. I don't know if I'll compete this year. Yeah. But... The hardest part people don't realize at my age, I have to do yoga probably four times a week yeah. to stay in enough of a s- comfortable physical space yeah. to then be able to go even to the jujitsu class. So it's like there's so much that has to happen outside of the place.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but I started eating liver, uh, liver crisps, like liver jerky yeah to get my i mean i fuck dude i got a damn menstrual cycle in the back of my throat half the week dog i'm fucking ready to go son let's fucking eat, go straight huh? up carnivore. oh i could spit in the air and a fucking wolf will show up and catch it i'm ready to go yeah. So I've been trying to challenge myself a little bit more in that space. And then, yeah, some of that learning in jujitsu, it takes like the anger that's inside of me. It takes it out of my body to be trapped by another man or young woman (laughs) and not have any fucking recourse except to scream into the fucking abyss
2: as they're, as they're imposing their will on you
0: of a fucking gym where people are laughing at me. You can't breathe. That's amazing.
2: Oh, look at Theo Vaughn getting tapped. Yeah. So good for
0: you. Look at him getting tapped by this bus girl from Olive Garden. Yeah, man. <laughs> so
2: good for you though shit like that where you're not i think that's the best thing you can do for your comedy oh it's great you practice shit that you're not good at and you're having to like readjust your neural pathways and stuff it's like doing lsd man all of a sudden you're gonna be thinking about shit differently yeah like you're just not comfortable yeah being comfortable comfort might be the wolf at the door
0: comfort look we've said it on this this podcast before comfort will be your coffin man it really will <sighs> and it's crazy to think that yeah it is. um it really you know is. And before we go, yeah, like I was a little bit nervous about having you on just because I know you kind of been through a lot over the past year. Has it been tough to like? um, Has it been? What's it been like for you, man? Terrible. Has it been?
2: Yeah, the worst. Yeah. Because you can't fight back. There's nothing you can do. Just the way it is. And like I, you know, it's very interesting because you get ready for whatever come what may in life, right? And then something comes along that you don't even know how to fight against. How the fuck do you fight something like that? How do you do? How do, how in the world do you, when you never in a million years thought something like that would happen in a million years? Because you've tried to live your life the best, you know, right. helping everybody. And I don't know. I can just only. I, I'm not. A, I'm not spiritual enough. But you got to just kind of figure out how to pivot. But it's real, and it's got lasting consequences, and it's it's true destruction. But the question is, who are you in destruction? Who are you when chaos hits? Who are you when everything is taken from you that you've built over 30 years? And um, I don't know, but I'm finding out, you know, at least I'm tough. At least I know who the fuck I am. And, and, and you know, that's the other thing. I've talked to people who've been through this. And one of, one of a dear friend of mine said, the, the good news is you know who you are. And you know what you've done. And you sure as fuck know what you haven't done. And that's what's kept me going. Mm. That's why I keep moving. That's why I'm not quiet about things. Because I know who I am. And I'm a good person. And I've done everything I can to try to make the world a better place. And I'll keep doing that. The biggest thing is not letting it take the funny away from you. That's a motherfucker. My Uh biggest accomplishment has been I I wrote a whole hour in this insanity. And I was funny. And I did a good fucking job. And I'll keep doing that. You know, that's, that's been... You know, when you can suffer well, suffer well, suffer with dignity and suffer productively and criticize by creating, keep criticizing by creating. Don't criticize by complaining. Don't criticize by, you know, well, this person did that to me. That's always going to exist. I just got hit. Okay. Now what?
0: That's good for me to hear, man. Because I do that sometimes. I'll fall, especially in this past year, and I think a lot of us have. We've fallen into the complain and the fear and the the outburst and the speak. But yeah, to be able to stay creative. Um, that's it, man. Was there ever did has there ever been any like actual court case or anything that's followed no. up from the no. accusations? No, not at all. Okay,
2: not at all. And uh, because you're talking about an accusation that was is 21 years old, dude. This is somebody. I don't want to get into the details, but this right. is somebody that, Yeah, and I'm not trying to get you well, into no, it. I just is, wanted this to is, know... This is somebody I... I mean, it's insane. I don't know what happened, and I'm not interested in speculating on that. Um,
0: but there was never like a... There hasn't been like a court case. There's not like no, a...
2: No, that, Because absolutely not. The, right, well, that's two well, things. All, there's one thing of, if... are all, ready si- for this? I didn't do it. Right, right, right. There's, there's always that. The good news is right. I didn't do it. Right. Uh, uh, and that's... Right. that's and, I mean, you know, I'm always hesitant to say this, but the number of women, and I put it in a Dropbox and I sent it to my lawyer and my, my publicist, the number of women that have been in my life over the past 25 years that reached out without me doing anything. One of, a couple of them are high profile who've gone through this stuff with Harvey Weinstein. Wow. The number of women that actually reached out to me and said, I can't believe this is happening to you. Was so heartening to me. Mm. I put them all, all the texts. These people I hadn't heard from for ten years, fifteen years. When you hear from that many people, and you know,
0: and yet to I, hear, I, I put it
2: all in. A, I have it all saved. Right. I have it all saved. I have it all saved. It's pretty devastating. It's pretty cool to have that many people that you never even reached out to reach out to you. Then you have some people you haven't talked to and. 10 and 15 years
0: and say, Hey, you were a good guy.
2: Like, I can't believe this is happening to you in a, I, and I'll be a witness for you. Wow. You know, that's like, you know, that, that's, that's what I hold on to those yeah. kinds of things. But sometimes when somebody writes an article, it never goes away. They just, you know, your reputation in many ways is destroyed in certain circles, circles, or, or it shuts off your ability to do anything in certain facets. Right. And so, okay, that happened now what now what let's move forward yeah but i'm never gonna shy from it i'm never shying from it and i'm never gonna hide and i'm never gonna put my head down because i know who i am and i know the truth and that's and jordan peterson says in chaos all you can do is tell the truth damn and you know and that's what i said to my fucking the first thing i said to my lawyer and my publicist i go i need to know that you guys know that i'm innocent i don't want i'm not i don't want a hired gun I don't want anybody who doesn't believe fully that that this is, you know, and so I, I provided them with the evidence, but that's okay.
0: Well, I'm sorry for not being brave, like just trying to be braver to be more no, supportive. I think it's not your job.
2: That this is a very scary time, so I'll stop you right there. This is a very scary time for everybody because if they can come for me, they can come for anybody.
0: Well, I just wanted to be able to at least to be able to have a place where people can be heard, whatever they're to have a discussion or just to be to be heard about, like. Yeah, it just felt like you'd never ha- even had a chance to be heard in some no, ways.
2: No, you you're not. You're not. You know, it's it's just it's it's. We have built a world where due process doesn't exist. We have built a world where, like it or not, and there's arguments on both sides, where allegations alone ruin everything. Allegations alone destroy your life, and that's a fact. And and you know, I always, I really that's wonder. Spooky, man. Well, it's it's. It's not good for anyone. Not it's for fucking son. Halloween, man. It's not for your brother, not for your father, not for your friend. It ain't. And and again, I always say this. You know, if you want to build a world like that, where there's no due process, where the court of public opinion can destroy your ability to feed your children, you're next. Yeah. I always say that. So, you know.
0: Oh yeah. I I I, I yeah. I just don't see how that ends. I don't see how that that ends well. Um,
2: well, it just gives all the power to one side. And that's an, an imbalance of power is never good. So we're, we're, we're trying to figure it out. We're all well, trying to figure it out.
0: Well, yeah, I appreciate you being here today, man, and making me feel, you know, and just, you know, talking to me about it. And, and also just talking about just whatever, man, you know. I love I've always ins- I've always felt like you've instilled power in me, man. As really? A, yeah, I really do.
2: Well, I believe in you. And you're worth it. And I always tell you that. When you get down on yourself, you're fucking important. You're important, my friend. You are this the shit you do it's so important to people you know why because they laugh and you know what happens when you laugh you know what happens when Theo Vaughn makes people laugh they forget they're human they forget they have to go to the bathroom they forget they're broke they forget they hate their job they, they forget that they are uh, that their their girlfriend's cheating on them they forget that they were abused they forget it all because when you make people laugh people just they forget that for a second and it's and and they forget that they, uh, have to even sleep. I appreciate you crying over it because it's 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 important that you hear that you are important. Thanks, bro. Your job is important.
0: Well, so. I appreciate you always making me feel important, bro. Yeah, man. And thank you guys, man, for just even letting me start doing podcasting, man. You yeah, know?
2: you are undeniable. How the fuck we how how are we gonna deny you? You're just too undeniable, and you put your fucking time in, man. How much how many years did you put in? You including about? your childhood that made you the comic that you are. So oh just...
0: yeah. If you include childhood, dude, a decent amount of years, dude. The bed wet until thirty. <laughs> Bro, if you include the fucking night shift of changing my own sheets, That's bro. why you wear those
2: diapers. That's oh, not sexy, dude. bro. That's bro, I sexy. remember at one
0: point, I would take a fucking like uh, towel or sheet or something and wrap it around, make this big diaper, and stuff as many t-shirts as I had in there so when I pissed again, it would just absorb it and I could still just stay asleep. How long did you wet the bed for? Oh, he's, uh, no joke, 30 years old. Oh, is that right? Yeah, man, I was just such just a traumatic sleeper. Yeah, bro, I was just fighting fucking Fuck. dragons. Yeah, man, people are like you're gonna piss. Like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking piss now. You do fucking battling a fucking orca with long arms, bitch.
2: It, it, it was, comics are so special and unique. It's so interesting. Like comics, are like what 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 it was the dark arts. dude?
0: I remember I used to wake up in the middle of the night because I remember hearing that animals could get you at night. Animals could get you, could get other animals if if they hadn't urinated in an area. Yeah. and I would piss around my bed in a circle from my bed to keep the fucking animals away
2: god damn right it works man yeah that's, and there's
0: nobody checking in with me to make sure everything's okay a golden ring nobody bro. coming in my room and noticing that there's just soggy
2: spots yeah. in the
0: fucking floorboards it's the golden ring yeah, it's a <laughs> golden
2: ring keep snakes away yeah, dude, roaches kept, black kept widows it all away bro yeah man
0: god yeah what a fucking battle and
2: vampires i think piss keeps vampires away <laughs> if, you're, if you're a righteous man if you're a righteous man you piss righteous even vampires go this piss smells good this smells like it comes out of a of a man who does good, a man who hates himself but puts out good in the world. It makes other people feel that they're that they're they're okay. Makes them forget they're human.
0: Well, we keep doing our best, man. Yes, sir. We keep doing our fucking best. I appreciate bro. you, brother. Yeah, man. I'm glad to see you uh, big and hungry. You guys can check it out, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the pioneers of podcasting right here. I'll
2: be in Jacksonville, Florida, Comedy Zone, um, March four, five, and six zany's march 3rd for the live podcast um i may, man, where where theo vaughn will be uh, down in nashville
0: yeah maybe I'm, i'll pop through i'd love again. that
2: if you came in damn it'd be good and then we got um i got omaha nebraska uh march 11 12 13 and then i got huntsville alabama march Ooh. 25 26 27 i think those dates yeah really stand up live have you done that
0: uh yeah i've done it yeah. it's great it's, it's, great. it's great it's right it's not far from nashville it's yeah, it's a good club. I like that green room. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, kids. Thanks, man. God bless.
1: Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time for me to set that parking brake and let myself unwind. Shine. so thin that they damn near gone. I guess...